Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the icy, treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Dragon Meat Bellicon, Mm -hmm. Sam, Dragon Meat Burgers, (laughs) (laughs) Chloe, Dragon Feet, Rashida, Chris, Dragon's Teat. I will take it. (laughs) (laughs) And Ellie, Dragon Beat Sparrow. Dragon Teat was much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I get the short end, but I think. I am a proud Dragon Teat. I will take it. So, uh, uh, so, so in case uh, you didn't guess from this, uh, we are recording at Dragon Meat. Hey! Hey! We're very uh, subtle about it. Like. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in case you're one, uh, so if this sounds a little different to our usual uh, uh, audio, that's why we're in also a very there might different... be crowds of people. There may be crowds of people come by at random intervals. There's so many sailors on the ship, it's fine. <laughs> yep, so, so much of this is not going to take place on the ship. Why are you saying no? Everything's fine. Um, so, uh, to begin with, uh, as standard uh, for our uh, one-shot, uh, guest one-shots, by the way, this does take part as uh, place in the regular continuity. So this will c- this comes immediately after episode one, just before uh, 81, just before... <laughs> That's a long time ago. Episode 81. Just before, <laughs> just before episode 82. Uh, so, uh, going to go around the table, player name, uh, player pronouns, character pronouns. Uh, I will start as me. So, uh, Jason Phelps, he, him, literally everyone except the player characters. So, <laughs> mutable pronouns. Um, Robbie, she, they, scam, they. <laughs> Chloe, she, her, 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 her. Secrets. she, her. <laughs> uh, Sam, he, him, and causing also he, him. Uh, Chris, he, they, and <laughs> they, them. <laughs> um, Ellie, she, her, Celestia, she, her. Excellent. Okay, so, as I just make a note of uh, your character's program, uh, pronouns, because I didn't actually write those down originally, so I've got them down. It happens so often. Yes. Uh, okay, so, uh, just a wee re- re- bit that's prepared. Uh, firstly, this one shot uh, that we're doing has been adapted from the recently published campaign Tyranny of Dragons from Kobold Press and Wizards of the Coast, a combination of two adventures, Horde of the Dragon Queen and The Rise of Tiamat. In an audacious bid for power, the cult of the dragon leads the charge in an unholy campaign to bring Tiamat back to Faerun. Alongside their dragon allies and the red wizards of Thay, they sweep from town to town, laying waste to all of those who oppose them and gathering a horde of riches for their dread queen. You can get the campaign guide online from Wizards of the Coast by going to dnd.wizards.com or by purchasing it from your local game shop. So this particular adventure is not set in the Forgotten Realms of Faerun, <laughs> nor do we have the six to eight hours needed to do the whole of the chapter it's been taken from justice. So uh, we've adapted the adventure down to hopefully an hour and a half in length and tweaked it to take place in our regular setting of Calcinia. So this adventure takes place as part of the regular continuity, as I mentioned before, of Flintlocks and Fireballs, just after episode 81 <laughs> and just before episodes 82, but you can listen to it as a standalone adventure. 
Uh, I would also like to take the opportunity to ask our lovely guests to talk about Adventure is Wanted. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to sound far less rehearsed than like radio star I am reading from a script. <laughs> Did you write I'm reading from a script on your script? I have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chloe and I run Adventurous Wanted. We do uh, live events and streams of RPGs, mostly D&D, but uh, we do uh, spread out a little bit as mm. well. Uh, we are currently streaming a live game that's recorded once a month from the Rosemary Branch Theatre called Underdogs. Under Gods, sorry. <laughs> it genuinely started as a typo when I was planning the campaign, and I thought that sounds like a cool concept. Let's run with it. So that's on uh, the first Tuesday of every month at the Rosemary Branch Theatre and online at Twitch.tv/slash Adventures Wanted. And we also stream with Wizards of the Coast. So we're currently yes. streaming Agents of the Nine Hells, which I DM, and that is uh, on Monday evenings at uh, from 6 to 9pm uh, on twitch.tv slash dnd. And the last Wednesday of every month uh, on our Twitch channel, we stream Mixtape, which is a different RPG each month. So we've done Wizard Cups, and we've done <laughs> Rapid and the Righteous, and we've done Ten Candles and Dread. So there's a very kind of big span of different styles of things if you like random one-shots. Seriously, find the Wizard Cups one. It's unbelievable. There are like two rules. It's so simple, and yet it was utter carnage. It's the one where you have two stats, Wizard and Cop. <laughs> no, it's not quite that. It's more like roll a dice for stuff to happen. It's like oh. one dice, roll it every now and again. It's madness. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, and at Adventurous250 on Good Twitter, Twitter yes. if you want to just generally know what we're up to. Or Adventurous Wanted everywhere else, including Patreon! Yeah. Yeah. Patrons! <laughs> <laughs> Money is difficult. <laughs> Yes, give us all money. So mm. this one. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, so, oh, a quick word on uh, sort of tangential sponsors. Uh, worth mentioning, Wizards of the Coast, uh, thank you for giving me the campaign guide, uh, <laughs> Tyranny of Dragons, which is why, which is where I've gotten this from. Uh, and also a quick uh, shout out as well to All Rolled Up, uh, who provided Dragon Meat with these lovely little dice rolling trays, oh. which we're using. We held the leaflet up to the microphone like you yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> very sweet. I started like stroking the dice tray really quietly to see if that was audible, yeah. but I don't know. Much we'll find out creepy. in post. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cheerful note, it's time to begin Flintlocks and Fireballs. Dun, dun, dun. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears. We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. The good ship Kraken's Bane cuts through the icy waters north of the great forest of Meadmere, propelled by magical gales courtesy of Skak. The bright pink goat-horned teenage tiefling sorcerer 
that serves as the ship's mage. Well, you say teenage. We don't know I'm 13. I might be 10. <laughs> Somewhere between you're 10 and literally 15. Literally, not, you're not allowed to be 10 because that's terrifying that you can't rule the ship. It's, it's quite t- <laughs> hard to find out. Uh, captained by Corzen Hoes, an unusually short halfling sailor with a long-standing vow of vengeance against the aforementioned Kraken, the ship is headed on a course for the town of Werrick's Watch, racing against time in the hopes of arriving on or before the day of Hoes's son's eighth birthday. Despite the hard grift, the crew are in fair spirits, thanks to the work of their chantyman, drow bard and anachronistic rock star, Celestia Stardust. <laughs> However, such good spirits and good fortune do not last. The winds, those not conjured by Scamp, pick up and up throughout the day, carrying with them flurries of snow that would be unseasonable any further south. Soon, even magically conjured wind is not enough to overpower the wintry gales that rock the ship. The Kraken's Bane is caught in a snowstorm, the waves whipped into a tempestuous rage, and it is all the crew can do to keep her together, let alone on course. Yet, the ice is thick and treacherous in these parts, and with visibility slashed by the storm, it is only a matter of time until... The ship crunches against a sheet of ice, the rigging, the rigging tangling in the wind, or even snapping against the howling gale. With a stroke of thunder uh, and a flash of lightning, two of the yards are shattered, causing the sails to hang uselessly, flapping in the winds. We just got this boat. We saved up so much money for this. It took so long. Fortunately, thanks to your, thanks to the uh, skill, uh, the skillful managing of the ship that you did at the end of last episode, you've uh, you have avoided significant damage to the Kraken's Bay. However. The Kraken's Bane is founded, stuck on the ice, until the damage to her uh, masts and their yardarms can be repaired, and a more favourable wind can be found. Yet there is no sign of the storms letting up. In fact, as you listen to the screaming of the winds, you swear you can hear something else beneath. long, low drone, like the call of a horn. It sounds like it's coming from the north. The, uh, as you kind of get up, as you look around on deck, examining the state of the various disasters, you, uh, you see as your uh, carpenter, Watcher Wheels, comes up looking, looking at the deck, at the state of things, and shakes her head, frowning. It's no good, Captain. We won't be able to put these back up until the storm lets up. Damn it. Well, fuck. <laughs> what do we do now, then? All right. Game of cards? No. It's a bit windy for fucking cards, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Batting down the hatches, we'll have to wait this one out, I think. Your bosun, the nods. Hey, hey, Captain. Uh, he immediately begins barking commands and the crew uh, make way to, well, literally batten down the hatches and prepare uh, to try and wait out the storm. That said, the storm really shows no sign of letting up. 
You just hear Celestia sarcastically singing under her breath, Windy weather boys, stormy weather boys. Yes. You wait 30, 40 minutes, an hour. Uh, um, does this storm seem natural to you? I mean, there have been some weird noises, haven't there? Yeah. Again, this continued. Oh, it doesn't stop. It's just a long, continuous drone carried what on. The right. region is that. I'm not being funny. I know that I'm not that familiar with weather, but like, does this <laughs> normally does this normally happen in storms? Is this, no. is this like a like a surface thing? No. Or storms no. don't normally honk. No. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard one honk before. Um. Does that storm of Not geese? Not unless there's an awful <laughs> lot of geese. I mean, we did have the storm of geese. <laughs> we did, you did do that. How many geese was it? Like I believe 11? it was 17. 11. 11. Geese. It could have been up to 100. Were any of them horrible? <laughs> All, of them. All, of them. All of them. All of them. They were just conjured like randomly in a bedroom first thing in the morning. As well. The roll was wild magic. 1d100 geese appear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'd like... Uh, Causing, you're the one who first noticed it, so can you give me a nature check, please? Certainly. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's odd. There's something about the winds. They seem to be almost monodirectional, blowing inwards to uh, deeper into in all more towards the north. It's almost as if they drew the ship inwards towards this uh, the, the sheet of ice that it's currently uh, grounded upon. Well, that's not normal. <clears throat> well, this feels bad, doesn't it? Should we have a poke around? Should we try and see if we can yeah. see anything? Anything weird? Yeah, it's better than just sitting there freezing our bollocks off. Yeah. Is it? The storm is <laughs> thick, and there's quite a lot of snow, so uh, you will need to travel some distance along the ice sheet if you want to try and find things. Isn't snow usually all pretty and like lacy looking? This no, is a bit violent. This is what well, when it's to on tell the ground, you. yes. Sometimes but... it's awful. No, this is the worst. It's the I'm worst thing. <laughs> fucking freezing. Okay. Do you have any preparations you wish to make before you set out? Anything well, you wish to bring with you, anything you wish to do. I've already used one of my two really big spells, so I think that's yes. a preparation. <laughs> you did <laughs> use that to crack the ice and prevent taking serious damage. I did, yeah. <laughs> Similarly, Scamp, uh, you are down a fireball and, uh, and a sustained wind spell from uh, earlier uh, from yeah. the previous episode. And some sorcery points. And some sorcery points. Uh, <laughs> we just got to go and have a look, really. Right. Yeah. All right, let's we go up. The three of you... Onto the Deploy the gangplank. Uh, set out into the snow. It is a cold, driving wind. Uh, which, and when I say driving, I mean it, it feels like it's cutting into your bones. You pull your clothes around you, t- tighten down your uh, your uh, tricorn cause it. I'll probably have to tie it on yeah. so it doesn't and uh, start blow away. Gathering together your like gathering hat. together <laughs> your many your many guns and swords. Yeah. Uh, tight. I think probably your old dwarf cloak kind of tucked mm. around you uh, for warmth. You've well, got your rocks. Got my you've got your guitar yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, I've got all my instruments yeah. like a knobhead, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to um, try and... For a, for a two-foot-ten man, he's going to try and carve a path in front of everyone else, taking advantage of the fact that are um, we, are we he has freedom of movement. Uh, yeah, can, can I need prestidigitation to make as a path? 
Uh, is that, is that melted off? You can melt a little bit, but to be honest, against the sheer warmth, you can do, like, all, it's all you can do to keep yourself warm with it. Oh. Or you can choose, I'd say with prestidigitation, you can, no, you can affect up to five targets, and it will keep them Level warm. prestidigitation. Yeah, it will keep them warm for a while. I think the player's handbook is somewhere out there. Yeah. Uh, if you, or you can just check the thing. How long can you sustain uh, oh, God, just warmth? Just have a look on my card. What am I doing? Because you can warm... Uh, it's up to an hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you warm people, or is it just non-living matter? Um, can you warm your clothes? Yeah. You're just making clothes. a series up of and warm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With your when you're warming your clothes, then them warm. I will let each of you make your constitution saves with advantage oh, that's good. against the exposure. Oh, Nat 20. Oh. Best constitution roll I've ever rolled. Lucky. Okay. Concert. 15. 15. I've got a good call. Oh, Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Natural 20 years. Like, yeah. I'm wondering how this natural one works on this situation because I'm almost imagining, like, you nearly freeze to death, but then you find a friendly dead tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think probably there'd be like icicles yeah. forming around his beard. They'd be like, no way. You tighten it together, you manage to, uh, and, and like there's actually a point where you're almost freezing and then you slip fall over and the, the snow, there's like a snow drift and it's much thicker and because it's actually about at head height for you, you're able to walk forwards protected by this shield. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> little tricorn going in. Yes. <laughs> okay, it takes you a solid hour of travel, but as you go you can still hear the, the sound from the north. My nose is cold. Come here. I tap My them on ears the nose. cold. I tap them on the ears. My tail's cold. I can't do everything. <laughs> My hooves are, are cold. Can I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how hooves work. Oh, My ankles are cold. I, I can't do all of you. I can only you do five things. Humanoid ankles and then hooves. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I haven't thought about this in great detail. Now I have. <laughs> That's scary. Uh. Up ahead, though. Through the storm, Pier, um, and you can actually just make out a distant feature rising through the ice sheets. A rise, no, a hill, no, an iceberg towering over the plain. At its highest point, the jagged frozen monolith rises up almost, you'd guess, 200 feet over the water and the ice sheets around it. As you, you continue struggling closer, the snow is banked up ahead and you have to clamber up over a rise. And as you do so, you come face to face with a huge block of ice, of easily 25 feet long, 10 feet high. And you can see that the block has been carved so that there's a lip over the top of it, catching the snow so that the face of the block remains exposed, revealing the ten grisly trophies within. You see four bodies. Oh, no. uh, four, body, four of the bodies are human, garbed in seal skins, faces frozen in expressions of terror. The other six bodies are dressed in thick walls in cotton or leather, in a fashion unfamiliar to you. Three of them are goblins, Two are hobgoblins, and there is a bugbear as well, all posed in the moments of their death. Cowering or running, the bugbear actually knelt in prayer. Well, um, 
Awesome. Yeah, I thought I liked Ice, not so just, sure now. Should we just go back? We just, go back. <laughs> we just, go back. <laughs> just wait it out. Austin's going to be happy you didn't sign on with that whaler. Broad Austin, he'd be well excited. Oh, mm. dead bodies, at least I don't have to be mayor. <laughs> he was supposed to be mayor and he got so sad at the thought of a paperwork job that he's run away to be a pirate with us. <laughs> he's now our master gunner. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Are they definitely dead and not undead. How would you like to try and determine this? By not going near. Okay. They are they do appear to be solidly encased in the ice. Okay. Like they are proper like not even Han Solo slightly out, Mm. like properly deep frozen. Does it look like they've been there for a while? It's I wouldn't be able to tell. I I guess make a perception perception check. Of course it might be able to but I don't know. Yeah make a perception check. This is probably the biggest ice I've ever seen. (laughs) So like Well, maybe 17. 17. It's really hard to tell because they're frozen in the ice. They are like they're deep frozen, they are perfectly preserved. Um, make a medicine check, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the usual world beater of eight. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. nine. <laughs> There's like the bodies have suffered some frost damage, like they're blackened in places, uh, like a lot of them actually, but other parts seem to be well preserved. You can't really tell how they died. All right. I'm not being funny, right? Doesn't it take a really long time for ice this big to happen? Generally, yes. So how are they all frozen with like facial expressions? Because those usually don't take a long time to happen. This <laughs> sounds stupid, but seriously. No, yeah. no, you've got a very, very good point like, there. Like really slow terror, like. Terrifying scamp. Yes. Um... The wind will change your facial stick. <laughs> I don't think the wind's changing. No, I wish it would. It'd make our job a lot easier. Right. That being the case, then, this is almost certainly magic. I think it must be. It doesn't make any sense otherwise, does it? I mean, ice gets this big without magic, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, but over hundreds of years. Exactly. Not like people staying really still for hundreds of years doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, plus, yeah, if they died and stayed in that position, they wouldn't have for long because everything rises unless you do something about it. This That's a true. really ominous sentence. An important point to be aware of uh, for the pair of you is that within Calcinia, unless bodies have their last rites conducted on them, all their heads are severed, all corpses, all humanoid corpses will rise from the dead within one to seven days. Because it's normal, we've never questioned yeah. it. Um, also, the gentle repose spell can stop that from happening. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So actually... We should probably leave them in the ice because yeah. if we get them out, they'll, they're probably they'll start walking around and saying hello. <laughs> you mentioned that we don't. Are the eyes moving? That is actually a fair question. <laughs> With the perception of seventeen. <laughs> Uh, it's impossible to tell if the uh, if they are undead in there, then they are they're so frozen in the eyes that even their eyes can't move. All right, you mentioned that we don't actually um, recognize their style of dress, but do they look relatively um, contemporaneous? Roll a history check. Okay. Uh, eight. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, you're just. You just haven't encountered this type of dress before. Um, it just 
it's just not giving you any signs. It's it's it could be from hundreds of years ago, or it could be from today, but in a different part of the world entirely. Right. It could just be a culture we don't know. Yeah, okay. you, you are just not familiar with the culture. Should we check if there's a you know your thing where you do oh and you touch the ground and you sense stuff that might be where if there's something and looks all serious yeah that's that not one the one where you do that one. So we know yeah, Corson is going to um, uh, cast Primeval Awareness. Okay, you are casting Primeval Awareness. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, so, <laughs> oh, so you are... That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> oh, you're on the ice flows, but there is water all around you, so I think this will work within six miles for you, because this counts as a sort yeah, of coastal... Yeah, this counts as coast. Sort of counts as coastal, yeah, because you are by the sea. So... Uh, as you kneel to the ground and press your hand, to the, like your presumably gloved hand, to the freezing yeah. uh, ice, uh, <laughs> <You're> just <stuck. laughs> yeah. you just uh, the octop- uh, the ambivalent octopus, the spirit that's around you, uh, uh, wraps its hands around your uh, arm and uh, it's what its legs, its legs, it's a horrifying around your arm, yeah. and you pulse. He's trying to sense. First of all, you do... Well, as ever, you get the roaring sense of the waves uh, and the sea that comes from being uh, within six miles of Celestia and the Eye of the Storm. Um, But you also sense... Okay. You get the foul, kind of rotting scent of undead. Uh, which you get the feeling probably does answer the question <laughs> about the status of the imprisoned corpses in front of you. Yeah, we're not taking them out, right? Oh, okay. okay, good but to know. But you also feel it's something strange. It's almost as if it's almost as if you bottled the flavour of avarice. There is a dragon what? within six miles. No, of no, right. no! Why? I mean, that's, a, that's a reveal of our characters, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Playing a two-headed dragon. Yep. <laughs> One of the heads each. That's a great character concept. You should do it with a friend. That's okay. so much fun. Both of you keep an eye on the skies. Why? Why? Because everything's fine and we're going home. We're going to see some pretty birds. It's a point. Have you brought Marjorie I've and Jeffrey with you? Marjorie okay. And Marjorie and Jeffrey, the your familiar the pigeons, for the new people at the table, <laughs> and, uh, and your monkey, are both hiding in your backpack against the cold. Oh, I mean, Jeffrey's probably in my backpack, them. shitting. Yeah, Jeffrey's actually <laughs> in Celestia's backpack, Happy leaving presents. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dragon. What? You can sense a dragon. A drag, oh, fucking oh. dragon. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Would I be able to associate what type of dragon is likely to be in this type of environment? Um, make a nature check. Do I? Do you want to bring dice? Make a nature check. I might do. I don't know. I did see one once. I'm gonna roll a nature check. Oh. Okay, that's an eleven. Fifteen. Okay. Eighteen. 18. Uh, so with an 11, you're not 100% sure. You've heard some... You know, you're aware that there are dragons that will make their lairs at the, at the very edges of civilization. Uh, with an 18, uh, you, you know... Well, you also know that many dragons uh, will return to the Draconic Empire after a certain amount of growing older, but eventually they will leave to carve out their own lairs. You know that this would be an ideal location for a particular breed of dragon, which is uh, very immune to the uh, decidedly immune to the icy temperatures and otherwise untroubled, 
are a particular breed of dragon with white scales and icy breath. Um, I have a very pertinent question. Would it have the same scales as the dragon skin coat that I am currently wearing? You are wearing the skin of a silver dragon. Okay. Good. Lovely. <laughs> Aren't they really nice? <laughs> we Not... did find the skin. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, you, you we didn't did kill a dragon it. for this. We found the skin at random yes. and then coats out of They found the skin in, the, in, t- in a vault of a really eccentric collector. I right. do, however, when you say it's a dragon, just casually turn my coat on the reversible side where the dragon scales aren't very Yes, you're now wearing, visible. instead of your silvery dragon skin, blend, which ironically for once is actually blending into the environment better Aww. than your purple coat, Sad. you flip round and now you are standing out as a bright purple splotch. Is this worse? I just feel like the dragon is going to be offended if it sees a person. This is the, the only situation no, where the dragon skin is not going to get lost in any of this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I will I'm also going to put my boot covers on and my dragon cool. skin. This is the only entirely dressed in dragon skin. In which your bright silver dragon skin boots and uh, co- cloak are, uh, and coat are not giving you disadvantage at stealth. Oh, should I leave it? I just. Well, <laughs> a dra- there's a dragon flying around. I feel like it's going to be a problem. I'm going to cast mage armor. <laughs> yeah, maybe do that. Oh, I haven't rolled my opium hit points yet. I'm going to oh. do that because I've definitely had one. You've smoked it. We're at very high addiction wow. levels at this point. Okay, that's yeah. Nothing that's will go wrong when you run out. Everything will be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's not fine. Spoiler. Definitely not dealing with serious opioid addiction. Okay, another really bad question. at this point. With the um, primeval awareness, I think yes. we established previously that while I'm in my favourite terrain, it works up to six miles, but I also know if it is within one mile. We did establish that. It is within one mile. Right. Okay. Why would you ask that? I'd rather not know. I would rather know. There is a dragon within one mile of your location. Up ahead, you can see the iceberg. You definitely, listening in, you can tell that the sound seems to be coming from the iceberg. Um, a question, my dears. Can we kill a dragon? Um... Probably not. Depends how big it is. Does well, depend how big it is. We met one recently, and I got stabbed right here, so yeah, no. Yeah, you said we didn't that tell anyone for ages, and it was really bad. It's not infected. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, never ever do that again. Don't get hit by green dragon's claws. <laughs> that was an adult. I acknowledge we're in crisis mode at this point, but please tell people when you are injured. <laughs> yeah. You've got two people who can do healing. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But, I mean, if this is the source of um, what's keeping us here, we've got to figure out exactly. Maybe it's nice, and if we ask, it'll stop. That was adorable. That's so sweet. Or at the very least, it's going to kill us. We should see how big it is. We should see how much yeah. of a problem it is. We should see if we need to attack it or just freak it out a bit till it leaves. I wouldn't be freaked out by us if I was a dragon. That's a stupid idea, isn't it? We're very small. We are very tiny. You particularly. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you uh, so you're going to head up towards the iceberg quietly, yes. very yeah. quiet. Hanley, stealth checks. Which way round are you wearing your coat? <laughs> 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 you know what? Just going to like turn it inside out, look at the purple against the snow, and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, so for once, <laughs> I would like your uh, yeah. I would yeah. like the, the, as a straight stealth check with the silver side out. Yeah, um, put it in my hold up. I don't make noise. Oh my god, it's a good stealth check for Celestia. Fucking hell. 
Twenty-two. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So scamp with the uh, with the black hood up. Your uh, as ever, your form blurs a little into the shadows of the snows. They're hard to tell. Uh, Celestia, you are also blending surprisingly well for once with these uh, with the silvery uh, skin uh, matching the ice around you, causing. Bad. You don't make any noise, but in fairness, the wind is so hard, uh, the wind is strong enough that it's really hard to hear your footsteps anyway. However, you are a bright, um, sort of, I think you were, your, your waistcoat's green, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the, no, the waistcoat's brown. The waistcoat's brown, yeah. yeah. So you're a bright, sort of, brown and blonde uh, splodge Covered in the in landscape. Yeah. You Covered do have a bright red sash on as well. With a bright red <laughs> sash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, the, with the other two around you, you're hoping that you're kind of remaining relatively, relatively unseen. The iceberg is wide and tall. Would you, how do you want to try and proceed? Are you going to try and find, see if you can find a path, or are you going to try and just scale the side? I've got a climber's kit, but it's an ice thing. All right. You know, goods and bads. Uh, if it's solid, we'd probably be all right. Under the circumstances, yeah. I'll say that the climber's kit probably doesn't doesn't grant you advantage, but will prevent you from falling. Okay, that's worth cool. it. Yeah. yeah, that's easily worth it. Should we try and climb? Or shall we look for a path? We, let's let's look for a path up. first, because if we see one, we're halfway up the fucking wall. We're going to be really pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gonna... Flying seems like a terrible idea. You'd be blown straight off course. No. Yeah. If you're going to uh, look for a puff, I would like a survival check from one of you, please. I think causing oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you so you can't give him advantage. Scam's never been out of one town. And I've only been above ground a couple of months. So. <laughs> you look around. You you trudge around the edge, peering, uh, kind of studying the edge of the iceberg, until you spot a flattened portion to the side. You there. Signal the others and begin trudging your way through. Sort of down. As you make your way along, you find it actually is like a little gully almost. And as you push your way through, there's a bit of protection, shelter against the storm. And you find yourself making your way through, turning a corner to an ice shelf, on the edge of which is water broken in uh, where the ice is broken. You can see that there's a fair expanse of water and it does actually lead out further beyond the ice sheet out to the sea, uh, to the frozen seas north of Mimir. The edge of the shelf by the water is littered with bones, big and small. There are, looking at them, uh, they are, many of them are enormous, they are cracked, there are ribs that arch taller than Celestia. Whale bones? Give a, give me an edge check. Oh look, the dragon's dead. We should go. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> the storm will probably just uh, stop soon. Sure, that <laughs> is a nineteen. Yeah, these are most of these are seal bones. Uh, there are a few whale bones. Uh, there was there are some whale carcasses as well. Uh, they are there are also definitely a couple of human femurs uh, or humanoid femurs that yeah. you recognise. Many of them show signs of having been cracked, the marrow drunk from them, uh, or side, or tooth or claw marks on them, on both uh, the whale seal bones, but also the humanoid bones. Okay, given a look at these tooth marks, how big are the teeth? With that nature check? Yeah. 
Uh, right, you could fashion one of the teeth into a very serviceable belt knife. Alright. Like a cousin-sized belt knife? like human sized belt knife. Cool. You want to say that these teeth are like good six inches long? Alright, so we're looking at something between the size of like a large horse and an elephant. Oh, bigger. How big is an elephant? Oh, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I've seen pictures. Um. Alright, uh, those beetles in the underdark. The, oh, yeah. The barges. Oh, fucking massive. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Everything's fine. Working around. Is there a dragon? Can uh, we see a dragon? You can't, you, uh, give me a perception check. Yes. I'm going to perception check, check for dragons. Five. Natural 20 again. Natural 20. Oh, I'm getting all my good numbers out for things like perception checks, and I'm going to die later. <laughs> you look above. No dragon, but the winds... You notice the pattern of the snow is swirling directly around the peak of this iceberg. And you also notice cons- almost barely visible from this perspective, there is a chasm splitting through the ice near the shelf, and you can see that there is a path leading directly up through the chasm. Shallow, just shallow enough of a gradient that you reckon you could climb it. I'm going to say I relay this yeah. rather yeah. than repeating it all. Um, probably where the dragon is, isn't it, then? Yeah. The swirly wind bit with all the yeah. yeah. So keeping your stealth checks from before... You uh, move ahead up the chasm. Uh, it's narrow enough that you can only go one at a time. What order would you like to travel in? Um, I think I was in uh, front before. Cool. Height order, so everyone can see. Height order. Also, if you have to shoot, no one's shooting through anyone else. <laughs> right, so pause and scamp, Celestia. You, uh, you make your way up the thin shelf. Uh... And as you clamber up, you actually clamber up a good hundred feet through the iceberg. It takes you a minute or so to climb it. And you reach a sheltered plateau. The wall, almost the sort of walls of the iceberg around it provide protection from the wind. And the plateau is fairly extensive, um, which is good because it has inhabitants. You see... How <laughs> oh, did you time that so well? <laughs> there is... Uh, because wizard. You can see a large number of structures. Uh, easily, I want to say like 80 to 90 uh, uh, buildings. A mixture of seal skin yurts and little, little circular houses made from ice blocks. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of wood here, and you can see people, humans, it would appear, almost entirely, in fact, yes, as far as you can tell, entirely humans, uh, moving around. Uh, they are dressed in, uh, they, they have the same sort of pale skin and dark hair as the Meadmerish do, generally, uh, but they are cloaked in thick garb of um, seal skin, for the mm. most part. The seal skin, you notice, uh, actually has been slightly decorated in places. They have little blue thread along the hem in a little uh, decorative stitching. They do not appear to have noticed you. Though you would guess from those out and about, you can see maybe a hundred people or so. They seem to be going about their lives. And you notice, um, and actually, like, 
Anyone who wants to, to make an intelligence check. Anyone. I'm intelligent now. now. This is not going well. Got a magic thing. Ooh, ten. Sixteen. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Sixteen and nineteen. You both notice a couple of oddities. So... The heating, the, there are little oil lanterns, uh, little ones made from just bits of uh, uh, bone and so on held together, just, uh, and you know, burning whale blubber essentially for light and heat. But there are a large number of drying racks, which are air drying uh, fish that have been caught, or seal meat, or whale meat, or so on, far more than you would expect for a village of this size. Mm. With actually a surprisingly large Mm. amount of fish caught, uh, fish and seals and so on caught for, again, what seems to be a relatively isolated area with only limited access to the sea. Like they have a silly amount of food. There is a, yeah, there is a disconcerting amount of food, much of it drying to be preserved uh, from the looks of it. Do we think you, we made a deal with the dragon? Friend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. The fact they're still alive suggests so. You yeah. also notice here and there odd, curious things. Uh, the Most of their tools are made from bone or from uh, horn or so on. But glancing through, you notice one seems to be eating from a simple kind of like high... Like, it's like essentially like a stiffened leather bowl. But the spoon is metal. One has is drinking some sort of, you don't know whether it's tea or alcohol or whatever, from a oddly fine porcelain cup. Like it's got little floral patterns on it. <laughs> Super out of place. Yeah. However, from your hidden position, none of them seem to have noticed you yet. There does not appear to be, as far as you can tell, any other exit out of this plateau. Should we talk to them? I think it's probably best we make ourselves known at some point. Yeah, or are we going to get fed to a dragon? Well, we probably don't want to mention that we're here to hurt the dragon because it kind of well, looks like they might... We don't need to. We just need it to stop so we can leave. Yeah. Just like a brief pause in the massive yeah. storm thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're nice? Um, I think they're probably using the equipment of dead people, so... <laughs> there are other things You've you make bone tools them. out of other than dead people. No, but... the, like, the, like the cup. I don't think they made the cup. No. I think the dragon killed someone and they probably took the cup. But equally, if you live on an iceberg and you've got something you can use, why wouldn't you use it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Doesn't mean they fed the person to the dragon necessarily, but they, 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 it, they probably did, yeah. Oh, dear. Let's about the two You're always the eternal optimists. <laughs> Okay. And all the internal optimists. <laughs> Deeply annoying. How do you want to approach them? Like saying hello, like how do you want to do this? Oh god, we're gonna look so fucking out of place here, aren't we? Um Does anyone look friendly? Yeah, does anyone look Roll nice? an insight check? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I will uh, do that. Seventeen? No. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> okay. Looking through, you take a few minutes to kind of study them, see how they're moving. It seems like there are a couple of... Most of them are just getting on with their day-to-day lives, but you see a few people who seem to be uh, the focus of attention, uh, people where they're going or talking or or so on. One of them is a... A couple of them appear to be um, two figures. There is a uh, huge 
burly-looking uh, human woman uh, who has a massive, like, uh, sort of bone spear uh, on her back. She looks nice. She see that she's got a series of little hide shields. She see uh, uh, she uh, and. That you get the feeling that there's some sort of this is some sort of village champion type affair going on. <laughs> uh, there seems to have a certain amount of uh, uh, attraction from various uh, individuals who, who seem to be from. You can't actually make out the language uh, from where you are. It doesn't it doesn't quite sound the same as German, um, but you are able. But yeah, they seem to have some you know some degree of interest. Uh, there is an older human. Uh, man in uh, who you see walking into a large sort of village hall built of uh, whalebone struts uh, covered with uh, uh, covered with uh, seal skin. But you also notice that there is one slightly odd, slightly cluttered-looking yurt off to one side, and a number of people, uh, particularly the children. Uh, of the village seem to be focused there. They would come or bring things or seem to be going there to ask questions or leave. Well, that one looks safest. Well, where all the children are going. Yeah. Maybe they won't do anything terrible in front of the children. Yes, because nothing terrible has ever happened in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay, yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me told. Should we go? Should we go there? See the children You're a child. First. Maybe they'll like you. Okay. All right, pink. <laughs> Most people like pink. I don't know. Are you approaching <laughs> from the edge or, and going there, or are you sneaking up to the yurt and entering that way? I think we've got to go openly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think yeah. if we sneak, if we, then if we are discovered, murder. then that's going to look. Gonna Somebody sneaking into your yeah. yurt is pretty good. Cool, <laughs> yeah. <to be> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Walk with confidence, like we belong. Yeah. <laughs> You, so you, the three oh, of you step up. Piece, they're not going to like me. Yeah. <laughs> wow! And immediately, there's just sort of <gasps> the various people turn, Hello. seeing these three strangers. Hello. One of them wearing friggin' dragon skin, as far as they can mm. tell. Um, <laughs> 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 I guess. I'm trying to think of what the appropriate thing here would be. I want you to make a performance yep. check. Yeah, go on. I definitely try and like flourish Ooh. in and yeah. look awesome. Sixteen. Sixteen. Are we all making performance checks? Um, I think it's everyone. Yes. Um, okay. That is a one. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fuck on the fuck dive. Yeah, it's twenty. So Seriously. dirty twenty one. How did the ranger roll a twenty and the bard roll a one? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in. The upside down. That's clearly what's <laughs> yeah. happened. The okay. So the pair of you step out first, uh, and there's a kind of look of oh, strangers. What are what are these people? They wow. Look at all the weapons that one's carrying. They seem this strange pink one. They're impressive. And then Celestia steps up, <gasps> and you see some of them. <laughs> you watch as their faces drop. There is a look of horror and. fear. Fear. Oh, wait, the, coat, the coat might have been a bad idea. Shit, uh, <laughs> and, and you see immediately the, uh, the two, the, the, the elderly figure, people start calling the elderly figure out of the village hall. The more champion quickly, quickly, starts quickly. striding up. Uh, are, you, are you all walking towards the, the yep. little hut? Yeah, you start walking towards the little yurt. Like, yep, there we go. Um, <laughs> as the village starts crowding together. Uh, and at this point, you here from outside of your yurt, a great clamoring and shouting 
And you hear the, uh, you speak the, uh, and I understand the tongue of the villagers here, mm -hmm. uh, you hear the champion calling out, uh, the champion Orcahart calling out, What are these outsiders? They come bearing no. We must drive them away. We must drive them away. Oh, well, I better go see what's happening then. <laughs> okay. So as you as you're, stepping, as, you're uh, as you're approaching the yurt, you see emerging from within. Would you like to describe yourself? Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Uh, my character. I, I have drawn a tiny picture. Oh. Very cute. Um, a gnome woman. Uh, so quite short, very bundled up in lots of layers of seal skin and things, and you can probably just see like a little face working um, <laughs> out with tufts of uh, very kind of corkscrew ginger hair. Um, the one distinctive thing that you will probably notice, because I, I was asked to have a distinctive yep. thing, um, there is a tinkered, it's almost kind of like a, a, a piercing stretcher, but it is in her cheek. Ooh. And it exposes, um, like, you can see the teeth straight through to the teeth on the right hand side of her face. That is metal as fuck. <laughs> really hard. Yeah. There is a really horrific story reason yeah. behind it. <laughs> yes. And, like, kind of big eyes are just like. The, the kind of person who moves side to side when they walk, Aww. as well as forward, just. Yeah. yeah. Aww. A little sway. Um, yeah, I, I bundle out and I, do I, I assume I see these people? Yeah, you see, uh, I guess, because we haven't really, really described them to you, uh, do you want to quickly describe the three, what the three of your characters <laughs> look speed. like? So I can well. figure out how to respond appropriately. Yes, so uh, let's go with uh, height order, so cause in. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see a, a halfling sailor um, in, who is short even for a halfling. He is two foot ten. Um, he has um, reasonably um, well-weathered clothes and a uh, battered tricorn on his head. He's also got quite a lot of um, uh, extra layers wrapped around him for the, uh, the situation he's in, but he, um, he's got like, a shock of, uh, sort of sandy colored hair and tanned skin. Uh, Scout. Uh, a bright pink child. <laughs> um, like Cerise pink, yeah. bright pink. Okay. Um, oh, of course, and he's got many six weapons. weapons. Many weapons. Visibly. He's a yeah. fucking walking armory, um, yeah. <laughs> silver hair, like ram's horns, big cow ears, tail, hooves. Cool. 4-4 four, four used to be taller, but wild magic. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're currently, currently wearing a uh, oh, black cloak, cloak which weirdly seems to like blur at the edges a little. Okay. Uh, and Celestia? Um, I'm a six foot four drow, made even taller by this big dandelion of white hair that just sticks all the way out. It just grows like that. Uh, purple bandana, um, big purple hoop earring, big gold hoop earring with a purple stone. Dragon skin fucking trench coat. Um, yeah, which I imagine is actually done quite yeah. up. Mm. Unusually, there's not boob out because it's freezing. <laughs> and um, peeking out the bottom, you'll see a midnight blue leather cod piece with a letter C on it for Celestia, obviously. <laughs> um, little silver I was like, yeah. cod piece. <laughs> yeah. 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 And um, some thigh-high purple, um, thigh-high dragon skin boots as well, actually. No, they're also dragon skin. I forgot that. So yeah, silver dragon skin everywhere. All silver. Quick purple. question. Have you brought the Aphroclide? I, oh shit, yeah. Instrument. I'm covered in instruments. I forget yeah, this because I just hear all the time. So a, crossed over my back, there is... You wouldn't know what it is. 
you'd know what it is. It's an electric guitar, <laughs> <laughs> like a literal like modern lightning bolt nice. shaped electric guitar. Nice. The other way, there is an Ophiclide, which is like a saxophone, but massive. <laughs> there is also a xylophone somewhere in this mix and a drum hanging off her hip. One man band. Really similarly with my character, it's like there's a club and there's a dagger and there's a jump and there's a javelin and there's other things. That kind of thing. Max is holding on to thing in Kelsey's ear. God, it shows. You can see there's a bit of clutter in the yurt. You can't tell what exactly is in there, at least until you enter it. Uh, but as you step out, you can see this. All the villagers are crowding around. Some have grabbed weapons. There's a panic look, and Orkahart approaches you. Well, these outsiders. Do you see what this one wears? Yes, they seem to be quite a lot. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so do, do, you want, hand. do you want me to go talk to the outsiders? I'm, I'm happy to. They seem to think for a moment. Yes, you, you, you speak their tongue. Yes, okay. Right. Hello! Um, just Hello. walking. Oh, you speak Joven. Hello. Hello. Uh, question the first. Who are you? Um, I am Scamp. Hello. Uh, could I finish the questions? Right. Then? Questions. Question first. Yes. Who question are you? Uh, B. Where are you from? <laughs> and lastly, uh, are you able to leave? No. Um, wait, which order? What order would you like them in? Would you like them in the order you did them? Yes, please. Yes. Okay, uh, Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. I put out a hand for you to shake. Right. We have a little handshake. Yes, thank you. Um, scamp. Right. Of course, no worries at your service. Right. Uh, uh, my name is Kamaria Ella Lily Ula Ala, but Bill for short. Um, haven't yet decided how it feels to meet you. I could potentially be at your service, and you didn't say anything else. <laughs> Great, lovely. Um, what was the next one? I've forgotten. Uh, where are you from? Um, no idea. Um, technically Utu, but sort of travelling right now. Well, we've just come from, uh, from Seoul, but Wending originally. And are you able to leave? No. But we'd no. like to. We would love to. Right. Yeah. Also, addendum, what are you wearing? Um, Clothes? An amazing outfit. It's, it looks like it's made of a dragon. <laughs> That's all. No, um, definitely not. It's, no. it's pretend. It's fine. It's, yeah. <laughs> Can I roll to see if it's pretend? Can I roll pretend? Yes, deception versus insight, please. Also, <laughs> like, she might just be able to tell. <laughs> Well, no, that was a five. Oh, I might have you there, definitely. Um, that is, oh, numbers, 18. Lovely. It's a really convincing imitation, you have to admit. Well, that is very special, well done. Actually you. made by a gnome tailor, uh, which is why it's such a good fake. Ah, right. I see. But maybe uh, you want to turn it round. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'm just going to, yeah. It's freezing. It's really cold. I think there we go. It's done. It's now, it's now a really, like, lush purple instead. Yeah. Right. I'm going to put my boot covers on as well, which are also purple <laughs> to cover up the shiny dragon skin. It would be great to, to try and have you off as soon as possible. Please. It's um, not really the place for other people to be here. Our um, ship's stuck. Our ship's really place? stuck. Oh, this place? Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> I know there is a name for it. <laughs> okay. Um, you're playing a lot of... You're playing a gnome. You had a lot of lore to do with this. Yeah. You're playing yes. a gnome in this setting. Well, no, there's, there's a really beautiful name that Jason sent me. Uh, Oye Vigaton. That's a fantastic name. I'm going to try and write that. This Oye is Oye Vigaton. Okay. Vigaton. Okay. That's a great town name. 
That's really mm. good. Um, yes, it, it means the Isle of Eternity. Oh. oh. So have you been here forever? Is that the whole thing? Oh, well, I haven't. Some of the others, they've, well, they've definitely been here before me, so who knows? What brings you here then? Because I would just like to wander and then certain circumstances happened that stopped further wandering. Oh, fair okay. enough. Would you... Do you, do you want to lift if we get out? Yeah, do you want to lift anywhere? A number of the, uh, the... There's still this whole crowd around you, kind of curious what's happening, how this is going. The orca heart goes... How is... What is their business? Right. Um, so, it appears that they're stuck. Um, I oh, assume no. it's because of the storm. Obviously, ships don't really fare well in that. So... Yes, they do want to leave, but can't. Uh, they see, the, the champion seems uncertain about what to do. Yes. Um, oh, and, and the, 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 the coat is just pretend. It's just a very good fake. So no oh. kind of stuff happening there. Just so make sure that the, when they're gesturing me, the I just master like does not... <laughs> make sure the master does not see it. Oh, don't, don't, don't you worry about that. Um, should I... We, should I Yes, we will return to our duties. Please get rid of them. Right. Um, would the, you like the, to? You hear a, a command bark. Oh, daggers up! And the group disperses. Bye. Is everything okay? Uh, that is a very big question. Would you be able to break it down into bullet points? Are we in um, trouble? Is the first question that I have. Uh, shall we go into my yurt and then we can break down that question into tinier pieces? That sounds nice. Yes. Right. If you okay. So the yurt itself, like many of the others in the village, is a bell-shaped tent made of stretched steel skin. Unlike the others, the interior walls are festooned with sewn pouches and pockets, oh. crammed with miscellany, everything ranging from beautifully carved bone statuettes to tools to incongruous or Syrian-made miniature clocks. Some of the larger items, including what appears to be an umbrella stand and a gilt-painted wooden statue of a spaniel, are used to prop up salvaged wooden boards that look like they're part of a ship's deck, upon which further knick-knacks have been positioned. There is a narrow hole, just tall and wide enough for a halfling to walk through, or a gnome, leading into a small cave of hoarded objects. And sandwich you can just see sandwiched amid all of the miscellany, is a small hammock. I just walk straight in, assuming that, like, you'll be fine. Yeah, pause in, you'll be fine as well yes. to walk in. Yeah. I'm going to struggle. <laughs> here. Sorry? How long have you been here? Oh, a couple of years, I think. Oh. Jeffrey, touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pigeon and a monkey both emerge from separate backpacks. backpacks. How many more are there of that, That's everyone. Oh, fucking up. you've been shitting in here again. <laughs> Except for friends, friend, I suppose, is here. Friend, you Cast Prestidigitation and get the shit out of my bag. Voice that only a scanner can hear. Cool. Friend's here too, but you won't see him, friend. Uh, right, so you were asking, are you in trouble? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm assuming that I'm squeezing through this doorway at this point in time. Yeah, you probably have to like crawl on your hands yeah. and knees, I'm assuming. Do I get yeah. in, okay? You, you kind of have... A, I'm saying you can get in, but you really are hands and knees in this place. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's suddenly very cramped. And I very much assume that everyone will just find somewhere yeah. to sit. Yeah. I don't you, know. You've, you've, got got li- you've got a little oil burner which you do tea on. <laughs> yeah, I'll start making some tea. I sit with my, knee, my knees up by my ears somewhere. Uh, yeah, whether whether we're in trouble was, was definitely the question. And how do we leave? 
You like notice, by the way, uh, Bill is making Bill gets the tea leaves from a beautiful little tin, and the teapot itself again looks weirdly well made. <laughs> that is a very nice teapot. Where did you get that? From people. Dead people. I said. I said it's all dead people. Is stuff. all this stuff salvaged? Well, some is salvaged, and some. Some is like memories, I guess is what you'd say. Alright. Oh. Like of people. What's that word where it's like a memory of a person but it's a thing? A memento? Uh, y- yes. Oh. Oh. That's that nice. Kind of That's a nicer way of saying dead people things. It is much nicer. Stop saying it. It's <laughs> making saying it worse. <laughs> We're in somebody else's house. Be nice. Do you perhaps have a big family then? Well, everyone is my family. Oh. oh, right, I see. How long have you been here? Two, about two years. Yes, about two years. Ah, oh, fair right. enough. Uh, is I that everyone so. or just you? Oh, no, no, no. People here long before I was. All right. How do we leave? Well, the problem is you can't swim because the water is too cold. Yeah. You can't take a boat because the oh. storm's too hard and you can't exactly like just fly out of here or just walk out of here because you know exposure yeah. so that kind of limits your options um, <laughs> it does rather doesn't it well what we need is for the storm to stop then we can probably get the boat out and leave you all alone I mean yes but the thing is for the storm to stop you'd probably have to stop um uh, so Rath at all. The, the dragon? How? We're a perceptive bunch. Wait, have you seen? No, no, we're... No, but we have an instinct about yeah. these things. We oh, know right. everything. <laughs> Wait, you know? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I think Rob Bill just blindly believing everything. I should at least roll like yeah. once. <laughs> I am full of shit. That, that's fine. It's like, again, is, hey, uh, that's an eight. So. I mean, I'm not sure I'm being deceptive. Yeah, right? that, that, oh, okay. Like, um, you feel like you feel like this drone knows a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, what do you know about dragons then? And um, maybe, well, if we're quiet, what do you know about dealing with them? Um, you two have dealt with a dragon. I was yeah, I got stabbed here. You did. It wasn't nice. No. It was all poisonous and stuff, wasn't it? This one was said. green. I'm guessing this one's not green. Uh, what color? This one is decidedly white. Yeah. Uh, white. That makes no, sense. Not the green this one. Sort of the no. world. Yeah. All right. Um, Maybe they all do different things. But they're smart. You can talk to them, can't you? Yes. Oh, yes. There's, there's been talking. Um, we, we're quite uh, good at talking to people. We can be good. We at started to and stopped a revolution twice. Well, we didn't stop the second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional. Yeah. I mean, that's promising. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, most people who try to talk to a at all, um, it it doesn't. They end up as the trophy wall. Or uh, the trophy walls of the dead people, yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Basically, they're kind of in in charge. You said most. Do some get away with it then? Some. Well, you know, you need to have like a significant amount of body to go in the trophy wall. Right. If if uh, oh yeah, if anything. Food. Mm. I mean, most of it's the fish in that, Um, but. 
does also eat people. And, and I guess, um, and like points to her right cheek. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ow. Ow. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. I try to, you know, I have little one and then just like f- fiddles with something, basically reaches directly above where there's like a dangling pocket and then reaches in and just like people have different things for inside their stretches. Aww. Like as they know, she has tinkered Aww. different little like decorative things um, <laughs> for her cheek. Um, it was, a uh, yes, I was told it was a reminder that uh, my mouth was not the one. What was it? I had two mouths to feed and one of them was his. Okay. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yes. Fuck. But you <laughs> can brush hell. Your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to come up with a distinctive scar. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are a dark person, Grace. You can now brush your teeth without opening your mouth, so that's that's fun. Oh How did you know? <laughs> and like reaches back up. <laughs> that one that has like a little crank on the outside and a toothbrush oh, on the inside. That's <laughs> It's, it's it. kind of disconcerting. Uh, by the way, yeah. speaking of I kind of mesmerized things, that just something, I, something I forgot to mention uh, is that because of your nature, you can see spirits. You can see what the yeah. spirits that others can't. So oh, you notice that, that around, floating nearby Corzin is what appears to be uh, a spiritual sort of octopus. It looks kind of vaguely ambivalent towards the situation. Um, <laughs> drifting around Celestia is like is a, almost like a swath of rainbow colour. Uh, Think sort of the carpet in Aladdin, but like but the pride, the pride flag. Um, <laughs> there is no spirit around Scamp, but they seem weirdly present. Strangely real in a way that you've never really noticed anyone feel before. Wait, you all, you all have, um, you work with spirits. No. Yeah. As you say, you can see them clustering out from the from the hundreds of little objects are just tiny wisps of color, little like fish spirits, little things looking like crabs, just the little ones that seem to tend to be around you. Did you say you can see them? Yeah. Yeah, we can both see them. Yeah. So there are just lots of tiny ones in the yurt? Yeah. Oh, you've got lots of little ones. Oh, oh where? Where? Everywhere. Is one there? <laughs> Is the one there? Um, How about here? Not quite. I moved the finger until they're pointing one. There's one. There you go. <laughs> Does it react at all? It's like a tiny purple hippopotamus, and it just oh. goes. <laughs> I love it. We should take it home. Oh, it's a shame you'd love it. It's a tiny little hippo thing. <laughs> no, I am a normal child. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, everyone's like a normal child where they're from, right? Yes. Okay, that seems to be settled. So, you know, I feel like you notice Celestia and Corzin just like kind of looking away as <laughs> not making eye contact with anyone. Well, for the moment, they're a normal child on our ship. Yes, that's true. So, how do how do we find the dragon? I mean, we know we know where Perathor is. The thing is, okay, you seem like you've got obviously you have spirits and and something about you, but. If anything were to go wrong, or Rathasor were to get angry, then oh, all the, the people. everyone the people here would suffer, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. Oh shit. 
And I kind of don't want that. No, we and don't it seems want that. Obviously, I get that you want to leave, um, and that's understandable. But we don't want to um, fuck up a whole village on our way out. Yes. Because you you have an arrangement with Arathatul, do you? Yes. But we've the got a fish. Alive. We've got a ship full of people. Mm. Wait, I we've thought you said there weren't any more. Oh, they're, they're back that way. How we didn't many bring people. Them? Um, a lot. How many? Two hundred eighty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like two hundred and eighty. Yeah, I, I can get us out, but we can't leave them there. No, no, but there must be a way to do it without messing up this village. <laughs> if we abandoned the ship, I could technically get everyone into the Grimani's basements. <laughs> I would take too long. Also, we can't abandon the fucking no, ship. It took us so long, so long to get one. Also, it's Lil Corson's birthday, and we yeah. have to get yes. there. Yeah, we've got to get to a birthday party. When we're going, uh, yes, oh, right. really, really important birthday. Right, it's his kid's birthday. We want to bring him a ship. You don't turn eight every day. That that is yes, that is how time works, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. uh, okay. I know time works a little bit different where you come from. Sorry, that is you a know. thing we should not know. <laughs> no, but you know. We're well travelled. Do all of you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I was going to lie and then I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a good way to do things. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we ended up there once by accident. We did. Uh, we got stuck in the Great Forest and we had um, a gnomish tailor with us and he took us through to get out so that it wouldn't take months. <laughs> oh, yes, it could be a lot if you're not native. Yeah. Fingerwoods. Yeah. <laughs> Fingerwoods were terrifying. You've seen the Fingerwoods before. They are terrifying. They're exactly what they sound like. <laughs> they are trees yeah. made of fingers. Yes. Sounds lovely. <laughs> Not a fan Maybe. of the Fingerwoods myself either. No, horrifying. But yeah, we've we've been there a few times. Um, I mean, I've been there quite a lot at this point. I can I can go in my sleep. I can. It's not like I'm really there, but. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. That'd be really hard. Sleep, yeah. We don't normally have people this special come or, or come across us. Are all the people here just Gosh. like uh, people who arrived at random times? No, no, a, a lot here? of them, are, uh, they were here before Urathatur came. Oh. Okay. And normally it's been fine dealing with like worm flights and things like that and smaller dragon type things. Right. Um, but uh, this is a big one. Yeah, kind of took over. How big? Okay. So How they... big? My arms aren't wide enough. Right. Um, I don't... Uh, definitely big. Great. Proper big adult dragon. Yes. Right. Well, big adult one. Alright. So, are the villagers... Like, like, how do the villagers feel towards the dragon? Is it like a good thing that there's a dragon here? Is it like terrifying that there's a dragon here? What are we talking well, I couldn't necessarily speak for everyone, but I'd say that everyone would be much, much happier if we could click our fingers and don't have it always gone. But it's just kind of a difficult thing to do, and so there's a lot of fear. And, uh, yeah, not really big fans, but what are you going to do? Because otherwise the option is dying, so... Oh, totally, yeah. yeah you, you Still a big smile on her face throughout this entire time. <laughs> yeah. how, how, do we, how do we get it just to stop for a bit so we can leave? Stop for a bit. Yeah, just stop making the storm for a bit. Or, or go somewhere else, really. You well, have no idea. 
Um, like, I'm just, so I'm going to continue with this bit. Takes out the toothbrush, like, puts in a different one, which is just like, you kind of see that it has like a big sherbet lemon attached to it. <laughs> 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 like, oh, oh, sorry, this helps me think. Whatever you need, go for um, it. No, I can't. So the only option we've got is talking to it or killing it, which I don't, I don't think we can. Mm, that sounds very big. Uh, Bill, mm-hmm. roll an intelligence check. Thank you, dear. Ooh. Ooh! That's, well, it's 14. You recall during your conversations with Arothator's more amenable minions that they mentioned... Someone else, a stranger. Oh, the shell. The cunning. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, no, wait. Ah, the lemon worked. Right. So. <laughs> good lemon. Yay. Um, Happy lemon, lemon, good lemon. Never lets me down. There was, there's someone, the co, the, basically there are some kobolds that do dirty work for Rathator. And they mentioned, I've heard of them talk about someone, because most people get frozen in the trophy walls, but there's someone that they call the cunning shell. Hmm. I don't know what else. I'd, that's all I know, but I mean, well, it sounds like that's, they're important. Let's go find them. Like they might have sway with the dragon or something. Or they're, no, they're cunning. cunning. Cunning's a good word in this context. And I think yes. that's probably so. the best route through. <laughs> yeah. That's what the lemon tells me anyway. Trust the lemon. I think we should trust the lemon. Okay. So, (laughs) trusting the lemon, you reach down and hidden underneath and carefully push aside the gold-painted spaniel statue, beneath which is a small hidden hatch. Pulling it open, there is a narrow little... There's a narrow little ladder space that leads down into a concealed icy corridor. Fine. Useful. Ooh. Yes. Uh, don't know if you want to... I, 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 I should probably go down. Could, could the last person get the hat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You slip down. Um, Celeste, it's a bit of a squeeze for you. Yeah. I'll go last. <laughs> I, I write a very quick note to go on top of the hat, yeah. which is, don't worry, they've not killed me. Uh, <laughs> just it's not it's my like, favourite oh, note no. to receive don't what worry they've not killed me what if the stranger's done with Bill if you're worried about me you don't need to yeah. Bill alright so you climb the down so you go last you close the hatch behind it is dim down here. It's not exactly dark, but the light that filters through the thick walls of the iceberg is very dim. It's very diffuse. You can barely make out the different... The, you can, cause it at least. You can barely make out the uh, edges of the corridor without some sort of light. Uh, known to uh, dark vision, dark I believe. Vision. Yes. Yeah. So, those of you with dark vision, however, have a bit more perspective. See, carved into this iceberg are wide open corridors, of which this is one via your handy little entryway, about 20 feet on a foot on a side. And as you proceed forwards uh, through initially fairly spartan corridors, you come to, hidden beneath the village, a wide open chamber in which there are stacked tons and tons of air-dried meat and fish. Proceeding beyond this, though, 
you can see there is another set of corridors where they start to spread out. This is the furthest you have been, Bill. You've never gone beyond the larder before. But looking ahead, you can see that the walls are unexpectedly carved with a beautiful series of reliefs depicting various scenes. Many of the scenes do depict a dragon hunting, fighting, or performing various other inspiring sort of deeds. But a number also depict various humanoid figures, engaged in various tasks or with fantastical scenes, such as castles floating in the sky, trees the size of mountains, and strange beasts like unicorns and some sort of giant floating eye. No. <laughs> the tunnels. Giant floating eye. Yes. Giant floating eye. Giant um, floating eye. Is this familiar? Roll a nature check. Yeah. I Can anyone? No. Oh, it's rubbish. Yeah, it's like Celestia might be the only one who does it. It's know. a nine. You'd never heard of that. Giant okay. floating eye. Weird sort of made up creature. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, there are probably fucking drow fairy tales in this. There are, a, <laughs> there are a series of corridors up ahead. They're a little bit labyrinthine. You're proceeding stealthily, I'm assuming. Yes. Yep. Okay, causing you kind of, uh, you're kind of having to follow the others unless you have some sort of light source down here. Which do you produce a light source? Do any of you produce a light source? Or do you Is that a bad that? idea? Yeah, would it be bad to light this? Um, I've not actually gone this far before. Okay, maybe not. Let's not Sorry, causing. <laughs> you kind of have to hang on to Celestia's character. Yeah. Can I have a stealth <laughs> check from everyone, please? Twenty-four. Slightly normal for seventeen. Twelve. Yay! <laughs> Side to side, bubbling along. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all creeping. I'm just happily like. <laughs> you move through much more more carefully this time. As you kind of having to work your way down, you come to a couple of dead ends, have to trace back. At one point, in one of those dead ends, you press to the side as you hear the sound of skittering sort of feet. And you watch as a little light come approaches, and a group of about six little scaly humanoid figures, kobolds, with bright silvery scales, uh, approach. They've got a little oil lantern providing some light as they move by. They're just carrying, they appear to be carrying uh, sacks of meat and fish which they've collected from the larder and they're wearing sealskin clothes similar to those above, edged with dark blue decorative stitching. They march on past, they don't seem to notice you. You continue on and you continue going until you find an unusual doorway. This one has a curtain. Little, looks like a little five foot, like um, like eight foot high, five foot wide door, and it's got a little privacy curtain which appears to have been cut from sailcloth, supported on a little bit of wooden pole wedged into holes at the top of the doorway. Should we knock? How do you knock on a curtain? Uh, knock on the wall. Or should I don't know? Should we be trying to creep in? No, we have to talk to a person. That'd be weird. Maybe we should knock. What is your passive perception? My <laughs> passive perception. Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. Never mind. A gentle tapping on the ice outside your room. Look, I told you, blasted idiots! I don't want. Ah, oh, ah! 
<laughs> curtain is aggressively pulled aside. What? What do they see? Oh, hello. Uh, you see a humanoid turtle. Not many of these yet in this a game. A six, six and a half foot tall, very broad turtle. Your first thought is probably, probably some kind of militant combat type. Nope. The, the wizard robe <laughs> that they wear, they've torn the arms off because their massive arms don't fit. Oh, <laughs> it's so like a little cute. jerkin, basically, and it's sort of like awkwardly crammed. The shell has torn through at the back. It's and beautiful silk, yep. like Haldanic-style robe Absolutely as well. gorgeous. Um, and they have a wizard's hat perched jauntily on top of their head. Okay. Who, the, who the devil are you? I've got a magic hat. I have a magic hat. I left it on the boat. Leaving That's the boat. nice, pink child, but... um. <laughs> this is Celestia Stardust. This, Hello, is, nice oh, this is Cosmo wow. Jorge. So my name's Colombia, oh, wow. Lily Ula Ala, but Bill for short. B- Bill. You don't fit in with this bunch. Really? Oh, we're yeah. not from round here. That makes more sense. Yes. No, you, you look like a local. Dress like one. Why, I am... Excellent. So, hang on. Dragon is, is, is already nearby. Is it uh, one of those like, oh god? <laughs> you you know where Orthtor's chamber is, mm. uh, but you know that the kobolds and some of the other inhabitants mm. do sometimes come down these corridors, and you are right in the middle of the corridor. All right, shh, 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 come. You pull. Step you inside. What's your name? Oh, sorry, sorry, Zero. Hello, Zero. Zero. Spell catcher. Hello. Big handshakes. Also big clawed, three pronged hands. You're very big. You thank you. You're very big. I don't meet many people taller than me. Really fun. Just, just behind the curtain, <laughs> you find a small, if comparatively well-appointed room. I'm it's guessing a... you're quite far away from home. <laughs> oh yes, long, long. How much time have you got? Well, we've got all the time in the world, haven't we? Sit, no, sit, sit, sit. No, no, we need to so, leave. Oh, cut almost as like a simple cube <laughs> from the ice. The walls have been smooth, but they haven't been decorated like the exterior uh, corridors. Uh, but sections of the walls have been recessed to provide a little desk a block of ice to serve as a chair, several shelves of thick ice, and even a long flat shelf of ice to serve as a bed. The chair and the bed blocks have been covered with several seal skins to provide insulation. Uh, the desk has a number of neatly arranged writing implements, some stacks of seal skin stretched into crude parchment, filled with notes in a script that none of you recognize because you do not read Eastern Haldanic. Mm. Uh, the shelves are filled with books. Some of them relatively recent in their binding, others looking practically ancient, and the chamber is lit by a small oil lamp on the desk. So we're stuck. Yeah. Stuck what? Oh, I got stuck. Ship people, right. Yes, that yes, makes sense. Yes. Storm caught you. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pirates stuck. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a pickle, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Quite. So, um, what do you want? A way out, mm. preferably. Right, that's yeah, going to We'd love for the there. storm to stop for a little bit so that we could sail away. Okay, okay. Big question. Start us all off. How are you with, like, the killing and the maiming and the fighting and all of that? How- Surprisingly um, good. Not yeah. bad, actually. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. Right. One, two. He just gestures broadly to all the weapons. <laughs> Ooh. Have you ever fought? You're a stout old fellow, aren't you? What's up? Mm. Well, sorry, when you say the killing and the maiming and the fighting and stuff, do you mean the killing and the maiming and the fighting against the people that I live with who I consider my family? Oh, or... you mean the people with the outfit and the people that you're with? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Look, that's a look, very good question. Yeah. I'm going to sure. level with you. I've been trapped here for quite some time and it is fucking tedious. So, <laughs> if you have... been in this little cave for ages. 
Well, no, I get to go out a little bit and wander around and talk to Yuri, and that's all lovely. You can but, come on out uh, both if you like. <sighs> you See, this is what I'm thinking. Yes. Who's Yuri? Yuri, the dragon. You, you, no, Yuri. Yuri. You call, you call the dragon Yuri. I think you'll find that they prefer to be called Yuri. They really don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> this person's coming. So. <laughs> so, you and the massive dragon that's terrorising the town and, yes. and have pet names. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can you ask them to stop? Just no, like, no, no, okay. no, bit of no. bastard, really, isn't it? Unlikely no. to do things that you ask okay. for. But, um, you right. know, and if could you're... You, could you ask for them to keep doing it, and then if they don't do things you ask for, then they'll stop coming. Interesting. Clever. Very wise, very like wise. Unfortunately, he, they want to keep doing it, and I can't really tell oh. them what to do. I can right. just tell them how to do things cleverly, you see. Can you get them to stop the storm for a little bit? No, but if you're all good at the killing and the yes. maimey things, then perhaps together we can sort this mess out once for all. Because I've been here a bit long and I can't do it on my own. I've been planning, got ideas, got yeah. thoughts, got a, like a, a battle good. strategy, <laughs> if you will. But unfortunately, Yuri's a big, mean bastard and I can't do it on my own. So if this, this stout little fellow with all the guns and uh, this pink child, I don't really understand, but it's grand, and... Well, you... All of this. Mm, <laughs> if, All of this. If you and, and you presumably also... Uh, swingy, swedgy sort of type. Swingy, swedgy sort of type. Yes, quite. Um, I, I have things I can do. Well, that, that's fine. Good. I don't, I don't know what swingy swedgy means, I'll be honest. I'm you? guessing you're one with all the magic-y and the swingy and the, you know... Oh, thing. yes, I've got my fish friends. Great. I think all of that together, I reckon we... have fish friends. Only, only cause and slice you can see that some of the fishy type spirits have followed after. Mm. I feel sure. like the rainbow spirit's going over to the sort of, <laughs> like, like, bothering them. Take the hat a little bit and sort of wedge it down a little bit tighter. There's a faint sort of... Like, the hat is not made for the head of my size. Not even close. Creek of fabric ripping. Yeah, creek of fabric a little bit. And it's got lots of tiny little... Like, this doesn't fit. Um, so... I'm a, I'm a bit of a specialist in the old uh, blowing up stuff. <gasps> but I seem to... Like to blow things more. up. <laughs> well, well wow. it's uh, all the magic that does all the big booms, you see. That, that, that's, that's what I trained in. I was interested in this, um, the age of... Uh, oh, what's it called now? Checking my notes. <laughs> <laughs> all drop prior to this. Thank you. Uh, the, the age, age of uh, Titans. Uh, I'm interested in all the, like, the, big, the big battles and the fighting. But unfortunately, Ooh. when I turned up here, um, Yuri had a collection of books, you see, and not, not so good with the reading or the magic, and said, yeah. teach me how to do the magic and help me with the reading, or I will freeze you to death. And I thought, well, that's, that's not a bad offer, considering that, that I you know, to do all these things. No and one likes being frozen to death. Correct, I quite. I you had a lot of time on your hands, so fuck hmm. it. Really. So what it's now turned into, basically, is every now and again we have a little reading club, and uh, it's trying to learn magic, but I think it's too short blanks, if you know what I mean. So it's very difficult <laughs> to get them to learn any magic. But so it's a stupid dragon. Mm. That's not not the brightest. Very aggressive. Magic's but, easy. Yes, very aggressive. So so Magic if we could, easy. you know, get the jump. I've been looking for some people to help me, like, you know, really bring this on. The kobolds are too dumb and too scary. And, 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 and the, the, the trolls have this sort of, like, horrible attitude problem that I'm trolls. not a big fan okay. of, honestly. <laughs> but if, if all of us could work together, perhaps we yes. could, you know, um, finally get me out of this fucking mess. And if there's a boat, well, it is. Yes. Is helping you leave worth the uh, the, the passage? I yes. presume. Fuck yes. Yes. Captain, there's a slight, like, almost flirty vibe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be correct, yes. Splendid. <laughs> oh, I'm pleased. Good. Marvellous. Marvellous, marvellous, marvellous. So, you and Scout are giving each other a look. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm... 
They are, they, they are easily two and a half times your size. Inside. 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 No. Corson does not realise he's being loaded oh, with a tool. Oh, no idea. <laughs> you do with a strong pair of arms, maybe? Oh, we need a lot of uh, hands. All the hands we can get. Mmm, really. do you? Big pair of hands, are we? Oh, no. I feel like we've noticed and we're just oh. like, like staring at them. Bill definitely has no. them. Yeah. So, pair of strong arms. They're good. I can do that. Yeah. Uh. Good with the arms. Excellent. Right, well, flex the arm next to you. You do, um, you do know that any ship will need to will uh, will will have trouble leaving while the storm is in effect. Oh, I know. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) Okay, I'm just checking. I'm just checking whether how much you're keeping to your chest. That's all. Once Yuri's done with it, I can handle the rest of it. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So we go. We have to fight the dragon? Yes, we have. If you come with me, um, I'm I'm not the. uh, Look, my presence here, not a problem. Yuri knows I'm here, no biggie. If your presence here is found, big problem. So, my proposal is that you. I'll go ahead, you follow Mm -hmm. behind in a kind of surreptitious, sneaky sort of way, and then I'll get his attention, and one, two, three, Bob's your uncle. Boom! Get rid of the fuckwit. This sounds like a well thought out plan with uh, many steps. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I roll. <laughs> oh, this cunning. Oh, the cunning thing. I'm sorry about that. I tried to get a name to stick. They heard the cunning shell and it's just stuck forever. Can I yeah, insight can... this? See if we're going to get betrayed by this. Make an insight check. I'll uh, be honest. Either a deception or a persuasion check. Cool. That's 15. You do not need to tell me which. Just the appropriate one. 15. Uh, that is also a 15. Oh! Defender advantage. Oh, wait. I'd can I bend? Face? I guess you can bend fate. Yeah, I've got minus two from your roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you intending. What was uh, the question you, again? Uh, do, <laughs> do they ever you're intending to betray them? Are you taking us to the dragon for lunch? I am <laughs> not intending to betray you. You get I feeling. may have other things that I want to do. I may have an agenda that I'm yeah, not sharing Yeah, you get a feeling that there is an agenda here, but that treachery is not part of it. Okay. In your time here, have you managed to figure out uh, if this thing has any specific weaknesses? Is it particularly vain? You say it's stupid, but... Oh, well, number one, dumb as a box of rocks. So, if we can in some way... I mean, I'll probably do most of the talking. But if we can in some way make him think... Uh. Is it, it is him, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If we, we can make him think there's a problem over there and distract him, he might get the jump, oh, so I to speak. I make pretty pictures. Brilliant. This is I a good... Yeah, I can make really nice. big pretty pictures. Well, of course you can. Look at you. You're, you're pretty pretty yourself, aren't you? More <laughs> flirting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of like... <laughs> And that also incredibly handy. This is yeah, all of these things together. I reckon we can sort of spin a little yarn, get him, get him more confused and unsure of what's going on, and then hit him real hard. I mean, I really can't stress enough. I know that you'd think the wizard cloak, the wizard hat, probably some kind of mystic arcade. I'm not all for that nonsense. Blow shit up. That's me. Right. Excellent, man. That's this is honestly heart. refreshingly straightforward. Not <laughs> a man, but thank you very much. Oh, I'm so sorry. Quite all right. You're very different how I imagined you. Uh, am I? Yes, I get when everyone lot. said cunning shell, I was just, I was imagining like a clever egg. Well, you see, <laughs> <laughs> number one, number one, the shell. Tonk, tonk, there's a shell on my back and it is like little cracks oh, in no, it all I over see. the place. Oh, I see, yes, I see now. And cunning, well, well, you only have to hear me talk to know how cunning I am. Yeah. And again, Flirty looks at the both of you now. <laughs> you all seem right. cunning. I yeah. am, very. <laughs> so you kind of like, gets a bit like, shifty around, slightly awkward. As you, right there, so you're going to prepare, you're preparing <laughs> for your cunning stuff. It's not smooth. It's like, 
Right then, so Zurich, you're preparing for your cunning stunt. Uh, mm. So you... that's where it comes from. <laughs> so you. Um, I like uh, how we're saying we're saying cunning. We're essentially all going to stand behind you and <laughs> throw stuff at you. Like, I would like a stealth check from everyone oh, except. I have Zero. a question before we leave. I have a question. Um, I can do an illusion that's twenty feet big. Would it be better to try and scare it or make it think there's food? Uh, I would put food. Like, far, far away from you. What like, creatures? let's put food, like, hmm, combat strategy, pincer movement. What we need is some mm-hmm. food in, like, over there. And, and, and if Yuri's over there, and we're over there, we're three sides of a triangle. Yes? So, what we need to do is make sure that the side of the triangle that he's going to, and is therefore distracted, is not far enough away from us that, like, people with certain ranges on things are going to struggle with. Like, you and all your cannonade. How's that going to go? What kind of range you got on that? Um... Well, the uh, the carbine, about two hundred feet. Um, That's a bit out of me as well. Um, Brief. Zero. You would know that the central portion of the portion where Rothdor sleeps, uh, of the lair, is about two hundred feet long. Uh, two hundred and forty feet long at its longest point, mm-hmm. about sixty foot wide. But there is a lot of fog down there as well from the cold. It's mm. hard to see more than about 60 foot in any direction. Right, well, the fog makes it difficult to see. I'm not going to think for dispelling fog. I mean, I can try and... It's not magic, I can't dispel they it. They can do um, farts. It's literally just <laughs> cold. I can make really big cold. Cold. They so, can pass farts. Uh, roll, roll, Brilliant. Roll, roll a nature check. A nature check. It's a really big spell. It's a spell yeah. called Sustained Wind and the component is beans. It's farts. Yeah. Uh, that is 12. 12. Um... Not necessarily enough to put to put to, to, uh, the, the, together. What I will say is that you do know that the co- that the fog is just a, the fog is a result of the unnatural cold, yes. but it's not produced magically. It just happens because it's so right. cold. Well, then there's a good first plan of attack. Can you use your farts? Yes, good. Yeah. Fine with that. Uh, can you use that to dispel some of the uh, some of the area so we can see better and strike from yes. further? And then maybe some good old shots from that. Massive cannon of yours. Mm. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. All right, then. So, I've been waiting um, for this for years. I have another question. What kinds of creatures do you get on ice? I don't actually know. I'm not from around here. Oh, well, they, well so there's... they usually be... What could I make as an illusion? Something like... Uh, Woolly Mammoths, maybe? What's that? All right. Um, Hang on. You're from the... Um, under the dark. Yeah, the down yes. below. The down below bit. Splendid. Yeah. Uh, skittering, big old... Um, trying to make a centipede that's got a kind of a, sort of a triangular face. That sounds perfect. Let's I've see. seen them, and they're marvellous. Yes, and, and you'll definitely see that as a threat. They're quite, you know, they don't like each other yes. very much. Send people the triangle face will I'm do all right this. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you will, Whether you will get something that looks like a Rembrandt from that description is going to be I'm very close enough, and Yuri's a fucking idiot. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I know what a centipede is. So yeah. really big we one. definitely have those. Yeah, yeah. really big one. Brilliant. I'll like, do that. Perfect. You're, you're kind of mind, you're, you're weirdly finding your mind drifting towards, like, the worms, like, or the worm like train the worm worms. Yeah. <laughs> Which are quite centipede like. Um, so, all right. In the interest of time, because we're already over clock. Uh, so uh, you head down. Can I have a stealth check from everyone except Zero? Zero, can I have a deception oh. check? Oh, I think we've got the advantage from my cloak. Twenty-three. Uh, Seventeen. Twelve. Uh, Twenty-three. Twelve. Cool. You continue moving on quickly down. Uh, you pass at one point. 
and you kind of have to slip past quickly a small chamber in which there are three huge creatures. Unlike the one, the one that you met, the three of you met previously in the swamp, the humanoids in question have dark blue skin, long noses, overly long limbs, but their white hair is neatly combed and braided back. They're wearing well-made clothes, um, boots of seal skin lined with blue cotton, uh, and they, the three of them are all quietly working chipping away at ice sculptures with fine metal tools. The chamber is just filled with works of art, except for a central block of ice, which is piled with meat and fish, which they are periodically reaching and just eating some of. I do feel like we shouldn't be allowed near any of the ice sculptures. I've just got visions of us smashing everything to ribbons by accident. bringing them to life. <laughs> do you that move, would be fun. Do you continue on towards Rothdor's chamber? Yes. Okay. Yes. You continue on and down and down. And, to, and it's about a little bit away, you reach a long cavern, hollowed from the ice. You'd guess, yeah, 60 feet or so in, in width, an unknown distance in length. The seat, ceiling, you'd say, might be 40 feet or so above the lowest parts of the chamber. It's kind of hard to discern, though, where those are, because rolling banks of icy fog fill the chamber, obscuring the floor, Not yet. making it hard to see more than, again, 60 foot in any direction. The chamber looks as though perhaps some natural fissure was carved out by powerful claws in a rough fashion. However, the nearer part of the chamber has been smoothed and levelled by skilled hands, the walls carved with artistry in the same fashion as the rest of the tunnels. And as the cavern stretches on, though, the cave transitions from those neat carvings into the crude, clawed form. It is cold here. Colder than it was in the relatively insulated tunnels. As cold as the howling winds outside. The droning, which has never stopped, thrums. More resonant here, but strangely no louder, and it seems to come from every surface of ice. Ice, salt, and the old must of reptile fills the air. You know, Zerok, you stride forwards yep. towards the edge. Just checking my notes here. Okay. You're right. Right. Call that? Okay. Hmm. Calling out to awaken. <laughs> you hear the sounds of stirring from the distance. A grumpy voice calls. Is it time already? Yep. Yeah. It's good. Good to have a chat. Um, approach. Alrighty. You step forward into the fog. The rest of you. Creeping behind. As you approach the far end of the chamber, you are caught. There's. Uh, have you brought any light with you? Uh, dancing lights. You brought your dancing lights to illuminate. You go. What color are they? Uh, a sort of lovely mixture of mauve, light yellow, very sort of okay. party atmosphere. Party atmosphere lights around you. <laughs> you are at the far end of the chamber. You are caught by an impressive, glimmering sight. A thick shelf of ice protrudes some twenty feet from the base of the cavern upwards worn smooth by frequent use. At the base of the shelf is a large pool of icy water, sharp with the tang of salt, yet the shelf and all the walls around and over it shine with a brilliant gleaming, for sealed within every surface is wealth. Thousands of gleaming gold and silver coins, gemstones and objets d'art are imprisoned within the ice. 
the dragon's frustratingly unreachable horde. <laughs> Yet the coins and jewels are not merely haphazardly thrown into the wall. They've been laboriously arranged in pleasing patterns. Spirals, diamonds, other geometric shapes for aesthetic effects. It's like kind of like the arabesques uh, you, you classically find in like a mosque or something. There are three items serving as the centerpiece of the collection, sealed in the ice above the shelf. The first is a beautiful sealed vase of swirled green jade, sculpted with images of palatial gardens, flying cranes, and peaceful scenes faintly visible through the ice. The second is a brilliant cut black sapphire, the size of a quail's egg, carefully positioned to catch the light. The third is a curled horn of burnished bronze, around which is carved the image of a winged serpent, mouth open in song. The mouth of the horn is exposed to the air, producing a clear droning sound that echoes through the ice. Coiled in front of this, on the, uh, on the ledge, there is a, again, towering creature, 12 feet tall, I think I might change that. That's awesome. Jazzy Dragon. <laughs> 12 feet tall at the withers as it, stand, as it raises itself up on its forelimbs, twice as long in the body, excluding his sinuous neck and tail. Gleaming white scales cover his form from the thick snow-white plates of armour about his neck, shoulders, chest, spine, crest and tail to the pearlescent fine scales that line his more flexible joints. A single horn of bleached white bone spears up and back from the crest of his skull, matching the thick, pale claws in his fore and rear limbs. He has six limbs total, for between his legs and stretching back are wide and stretching backwards are wide muscular wings, almost reminiscent of a bird's rather than a bat, but in place of feathers are long, translucent, fine white scales, shimmering with that same pearlescent hue. His skull is more lizard-like, even similar to a bird's, with a sharp scaly beak around the jagged, jagged rows of teeth. But his face, as he speaks, moves in an uncannily humanoid fashion, with expressive scaled eyebrows and lips capable of the wide smirk, the wry smirk that frames his slitted blue eyes. So, the rock, is it time already for our lesson? Well, we've got a couple of choices today. We could try again with the magic, see how it goes, or I found this delightful book of after-dinner reading from my world, and I thought you might enjoy some of the uh, choice delicacies I found in there. Make a persuasion check. (laughs) Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna roll an insight check. Boom. <laughs> what sort of dishes are you talking about? Well, there is a very long diatribe about the nature of warfare in the face of uh, trying to fight your way on the one hand through a raging storm, and on the other hand through a landscape pitted and marked with swamps and that sort of thing. And it's a treatise on which is easier and which is harder. I thought you might appreciate that. Oh, I thought you meant food. Oh, there's also recipes in there. I can talk to you through some of them. Yes. 
Yes, teach me of battles and f- and recipes. Battles and recipes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then later, some of the magic. I've been working. You see him twist his claws, and a firebolt blasts yeah. out oh, into the uh, into the mist, oh, dispersing some. Of, actually, temporarily disperses some of the mist around mm. where what? it shoots. That's well. Done. Doing so well. Yes, May I? Yes. Of course. Shoot a firebolt as well. <laughs> uh, yes. And behind just <laughs> waving a hand while distracting him with the firebolt. Yeah. A seems pretty thoroughly uh, amused by and, and distracted by the situation. So the three of you, so the four of you even, are, you are, I'm going to say, currently about 60 feet away because you are in the mists at this point. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can kind of quietly whisper to each other, Arolthator does not seem to have noticed you. I've given you the let's go gesture, that's what that was. <laughs> so, yeah, so what do you guys want to do? I would like to do a major image, please. Um, okay. I've got 120 feet of range and I'd like it like in the other direction to where we are, preferably. Uh, okay, so you are... so, so These sides of a triangle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. The so triangle guys, plan Okay, so you guys to want to do. move off to... So you guys are off to one side of this chamber. Uh, yeah. So you, you pull, pull off against, we'll say, the left-hand wall. A parabola of mystery. Mm. Not, <laughs> not too close together, well, please. Yeah, yeah, we're spreading yeah. out. How much space do you want to put between each other? Because you're all up against the wall, so I'm making a note of this. Um, I don't know. I'll oh, say so ten feet between you. Then. Yeah, yeah. that works. Okay, so it's ten feet between you, uh, Corzin, Celestia, Scamp, and Bill. Because you're all lined up against the wall, who wants to be closest to the dragon? How close do I need to be to do a spell? Uh, you, like, I mean, you like can, on the other side. On of the other side of, the, of this imagined thing, yeah. like again, sixty feet away, like anywhere. Cool. Corzin's going to be the hardest. Okay, Corzin, you are first then. Uh, then we'll do, we'll say, who wants to go next after Cousin? Bill will just get put wherever you put her. Bill, you are she, going she's next. She's a little bit freaked yeah. out seeing the dragon okay. for the first time in a yeah. while. Cousin, Bill, Celestia, Scam. Cool, lovely. Right, okay, so with Zero in the middle uh, and the dragon up ahead. So, okay, what do you conjure? You conjure, uh, attempt to conjure this sentence. I, yeah, Feel I mean... Free. So you two kind of know what the magic looks like because yeah. the listeners do, but you don't. Um, I kind of get the rainbow spirit together and it sort of compresses down and sort of control it like a paintbrush and draw in my hand and this little tiny, well, centipede with a triangle face. <laughs> yeah. A purple one because I like purple and nobody told me what colour to make it. Purple is perfect. And then that tiny one appears and I just sort of go, and it goes... Across the uh, across the chamber, okay. and it appears roll big. Me, roll me a performance check Amazing. for artistry. Amazing. Okay. Oh, that's really good. That is a uh, thirty-two. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> really good. So here's the thing: you weren't really expecting this, but um, there is shared ancestry between the purple worm style uh, yeah. worms of the Underdark and Remorazers. So something which looks actually very <laughs> like a Remoraz. Considering I've never seen one. Down to the hundreds of, of, of scaly feet, the purple, <laughs> albeit a bright purple, with uh, a triangular shape that, look, again, looks very similar. There is a nod of respect. Up. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Double thumbs up, <laughs> No, I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. 
um, as a Rolfator suddenly. <laughs> oh no! Head. What's that? And you see a Rolfator inhale and. <laughs> so, uh, yes. I guess this is an initiative of sorts happening. Yeah! As this is happening, so. Uh, oh no! Yes! Oh, okay. No, no. Natural one, but lucky. Okay. Uh, natural one. Natural one for Scab. <laughs> fifteen. Uh, fifteen for Corsair. Sixteen for me. Eighteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, and Bill. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what's your Bill, what's your dexterity? Plus one. Okay. Scab goes before you. Yeah. Uh, and Arthur did not roll fantastically. You do. I'll say that you and Rolfator both kind of act on that weird surprise round. So uh, at the same moment, Rolfator exhales a, uh, as, and as he does so, uh, this terrible blast of just wintry air comes out of his mouth, uh, spraying across the illusory uh, Remoraz. Uh, he does. He does not angle it to. Uh, he does take the care not to uh, immediately refrigerate his personal tutor, Xerox, uh, <laughs> so you are not caught in the cold as he expends it and does a certain amount of damage to nothing. Has, has he moved from his pedestal? <laughs> not yet. His first movement was just to pause and Great. from the pedestal, but he will act on his turn. Plausibly, could I make that a centipede dodge out of the way? Uh, yes, you actually have. You, you are able to move it uh, at will. So I'd like it to look like it's missed. Okay, the centipede <laughs> rolls it aside. Using stuff. Uh, <laughs> really cool. Okay, yeah. So you, you roll that to say, and, and the creature rears up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so top of the round is actually zero. Splendid. Uh, Does um, the, the wind has. A oh, save? sorry. Yes, the wind has. Because uh, creatures get pushed away. This is true. Out. So you. Uh, so, so yeah. Where, where, where are you ang- angling? Facing the dragon. Yeah, you're going for the dragon. Okay, so everything between you and the dragon, the mist immediately clears. So you are all. Frankly, you were using the mist to hide in. Yeah, but Yeah. So. So this uses, sorry, I'm just going to think because it uses the base uh, the same as the Gust of Wind. Um, that is a strength save. Yeah, strength save. Okay, so that means uh, that is I mean, it's a dragon. dragon. It'll be fine. Uh, natural fucking one. <laughs> uh, so a Rolfator is smacked backwards into the away. golden... Uh, Which, yeah, yeah, 50 feet away, points. into the back of this, uh, uh, of this ice wall. Um, Scamp, just roll me 3d8, would you? You just made a dragon fall over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! Making my dragon look quite bad. You just walked in farting. Okay. Like as, as the dragon snakes backwards, he kind of is <laughs> forced backwards, recovers a little, and you notice the ice around that horn is partly cracked. So the horn is now slightly more exposed than before. Is it the horn that's making? Do the I think the horn continue might be increase. You can hear it coming from the horn. But do I think that's causing the storm? Roll an intelligence check. Actually, no. How? If you think it is, then you think it is. How many of the rest of us see this? Let like, union checks for that. Uh, no, you can all. This is all pretty visible. So that's ha- as that is happening. Mm. Um, yeah. So Rolfdor has been smacked back into the top of the uh, into the thing, and is currently, I guess. Yeah, being pressed against it by a, uh, by this blast. Is a Rothatour blocking my view of the horn? Uh, 
you can kind of just see it over his scales. Gotcha. Okay. Say. Okay. So Xerox, uh, you're up first. Uh, yeah, there is just this constant okay. gale coming out from Scamp's chest. Wow. Um. Oh no, intruders! Um, <laughs> don't worry, I'll protect you, Lord. And I'd like to summon an arcane hand. Okay. I'd like to summon it um, between. It's interposing. So, does it provide an author with half cover? Is he that big? Uh, I'd say it does. Yeah. Cool. Can I position it so it's not interposing at all, but it looks like it is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the hand appears, and it's a big, it's a big turtle hand. So it's three, three oh, yeah. fingers oh, all yeah, shelled, then. and it just <laughs> appears in the air in front of him, and is like doing a shit job. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Perfectly protecting him from the remorats. Perfect. Yes, uh, thank you. Yes. And it's floating quite close to the wall yeah. and quite close to him, but it's just there. And uh, that's my bonus action. I think it's your action to cast it the first time. It is my action the first time. That is correct. Yes. Thank you. Right. So it is cast and bonus actions I can use later. Um, and I'll just sort of hold it there and sort of yeah. look at look at Rothgar and go, we've got this. Yeah, so you are, I'm going to say, you are like 40, uh, yeah, you're like 40 feet from a Rothgar, so you're like 10 feet from the edge of the ledge. Fine. So you're, you're all looking down, you can just about How see. high up is the ledge? Uh, the ledge is 20 feet at its highest point. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's your go. Celestia. Ooh, god damn, I've got something that's concentration up, haven't I? And I mm. think I'm going to transition. Has the dragon quite clearly seen us at this point? Oh, yeah. The cool. mist is all gone. Has it seen through the illusion? Um, That's this a is a good point. It has now interacted with it, so I'll roll an intelligence check, I think. Yeah, it still did miss, but yeah. Um, no, it appears to believe there are two sets of enemies. Cool. Great. <laughs> Look, my lord, it appears we have allies. Quick, help us with this horrible thing! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> did you say it appears we have allies? So to, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Talk, okay. okay, roll a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> the dragon has met me. <laughs> I just no. did it with wind. <laughs> this is very much a shoot first, ask questions later kind of character. Yep. Yeah, fair. Oh, oh, even on disadvantage, that is a 16. You like, Okay, there's a moment of hesitation as not so much as if Arothor believes you, but as to as to whether these are the more serious threat or the Remoraz is. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. Might be about to destroy that idea, yeah. <laughs> which is more serious. Um, this is a fucking dragon, isn't it? I think I'm just going to go for it, really, yeah. at this yeah. point. Okay. Um, so I'm going to run forward by 30 feet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the electric guitar off my back, raise it over my head, and basically the rainbow spirit comes up like a whip. I smack it down onto the floor and do a destructive wave. So Rock rainbow cracks fucking roll. Um, yeah. come out across the floor. All towards the dragon, basically. That's so cool. Okay, twenty-four for its save. Oh, shit. Well, it's still still, still decent damage. Off. Still a level oh, five shit. spell. Um, do I want radiant or necrotic? I want to go necrotic. Necrotic. Okay. Yeah. You, there is a sort of yeah, uh, there, there is a spell. devouring oh, edge. The rainbow one <laughs> this time. Do you need more d Um No, I'm all right. Actually, I need sort of two lots of five, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> not amazing. So two. Um, thank you. <laughs> so, um, how maths? 5, 10, 13 uh, necrotic. Okay, 13 necrotic. Probably half. Um, oh god, these are bad. Um, so, 5, 7, oh god, and 11 thunder. 
Okay, also, so it's fucking loud. 24 total control points of damage. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it goes off with a noise like, like a big old electric guitar nice. noise. A roll for tour flicks adjusting, but there is a, 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 adjusting his pose so only a couple of the lances of lightning pass through. But where they do, they do leave holes in the flesh, which begin to bleed uh, with uh, satisfyingly red blood. Okay. I can't do that again. Oh, and uh, for my bonus action. I would like to turn around with the guitar over my shoulder like a baseball bat, give you all the wink, and um, a flash of rainbow comes out of the big white drow throw, and um, you will get five temporary hit points, and you can yeah. move. Yeah, you can move. Oh no, it's moved up. You get 11 temporary hit points, I'm cool. sorry. Excellent. And um, cool. you can all move without provoking any attacks if you want to, but you don't awesome. have to. Awesome. Awesome. I am good uh, where I am. That makes yeah. it. So you're going to move straight on, because uh, uh, that's everything. Cool. Okay, Corson is going to use the uh, the movement he gets from that, and then uh, use more movement to get up uh, uh, fairly close to the uh, the dragon. He's yeah. going to yeah, dragon is currently on a ledge, twenty foot up. Okay, great. Um, he is going to load his blunderbust and cast lightning shot. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that, that, that'll do it. It's cool. Yours, yes. Uh, so you're not with it. You can't. You could, uh, dragon is pressed up against thing. Yeah, I'd say you could just at the edge of the bottom of the ledge. You can just see the dragon enough to to fire that okay. and still be within short range. Go for it. All right. So, okay, that's uh, twenty-five. Uh, yeah, that hits. Roll damage. Right. As you loose the blunderbust, it's like a little bolt of lightning. I'll roll the mundane damage first. Yes. Okay, that's 12. Okay. And I believe it's D... It's D6s for... Um, yep. Right, right, fine. So it's four of them. Okay. A further 11 lightning. Nice. Okay. So you... Uh, as, the, as the shot strikes, you see a Rolfetor pull a wing forward to take the most of the blast, but... Is uh, which kind of scatters some of the glistening scales. Uh, you have, I'm going to say, the pair of you have attracted his attention now. Okay. <laughs> These two. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. I did so, throw a fucking rainbow at him and all yeah, that. <laughs> <he's throwing laughs> and the lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it takes. Does it affect objects, your destructive wave? Um, I mean, it must because it did the iceberg. So, so yeah. If you would have hit the wall. So. Uh, is that. Is that yeah, no, that's fine. You would have done. Uh, so I did. You did twenty-four. Uh, it was twenty-four damage. Twenty-four total. Yeah. Yeah. So he's already the damage is okay. Um, I want you to roll me a luck check. Fair. Oh. I wasn't aiming for it, so luck is good. Eleven. Okay. You do not hit the horn, uh, <laughs> but you do it. shatter the ice around it, and that is enough for the horn to come loose. Oh. Mm. Is it still on the, the ground? It's still, it's still going. It's still on the shelf, but it's now no longer stuck in the wall. Great. Uh, I will say uh, that's not high enough to free either of the two uh, treasure pieces either side, though. So uh, you do blast uh, that. Yeah, you did blast that free. Arothator, meanwhile. Uh, Here is, we go. Yeah, so. Jesus, ice breath. Can't breath. fly against this. <laughs> can drag himself 20 feet forwards, though, to the edge of the ice, which means that he's now directly above Corzin and Celestia. Okay. Uh, How high is he again? He's 20 foot up. Above. 20 foot up. Okay. So, because of his. Uh, because he himself can stretch 
forwards. Uh, with his reach, he is able to jump down, essentially, for an attack. Awesome. So he's currently on a ledge? Yep, 20 feet above you. He's going to jump down um, the ledge. Stop, I'm sorry. My <laughs> interposing hand means he's going to struggle to get through that space. Oh, the interposing hand also blocks that. Okay, yes, it does. in this case, nice. he can't get much It's a contested further. strength. Yeah, uh, contested can't move strength. through if it's a strength score is less than or equal to the hand. What's the what's the strength score? 22. No, hand score 26. Can't go Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so Rolator is suddenly blocked by it. little hand is uh, I'm going to roll an intelligence check for all of you. Yeah, Rothdor did not roll a high enough intelligence check to realize the betrayal yet. Um, <laughs> yes! Dumb dragon. Dumb dragon. He did say it was fucking dumb. He is. Okay, uh, 15 foot reach though. Yep. Uh, he is enough up. for a thing. Wow. 20 foot up. Yep, still 20 foot up. <laughs> that said, is enough for him to turn his attention. So he can't get to the uh, uh, Remoraz. Can't get to, the Remoraz is gone actually. I think potentially no, it's still up because no, you, it's because you have yeah, so concentration. I didn't do anything concentration. Yeah, you didn't do concentration. Yeah. Uh, so instead, he is going to inhale, and a weaker blast of cold, reduced because he expended most of it on the initial blast, comes out. I need everyone except Zirok to make a uh. Uh, to make a Constitution <laughs> save. <laughs> I'm everyone's 22, friend. Though, yeah. Natural 20. 16. I've really not rolled <laughs> well. Um, have <laughs> I've rolled three 20s. It's really worrying yeah. me. I'm going to lie. Okay, Corzin is the only one who fails that. Uh, so, Corzin, you take 19 points of uh, damage. Everyone else takes uh, 9 points of damage. So, I, I, I've called damage. 19 points if yes. you failed. 19 if you failed. I'm assuming a 7 is a fail. Oh, sorry. I did. I thought that was. I did hear yeah, that. I thought that was oh. another 22. Yes, sorry, that does. No. That does. So 19 if he failed of cold damage, uh, 9 if he didn't, and okay. everyone except Xerox needs to make a wisdom save. Can I also okay. use a reaction? <laughs> yes, you can. Could I cast Absorb Elements? Yes, Which do. will give me a little bit of something, something can later on. Yes. Chaos, this wisdom save. Is this uh, yes, fear? Yeah. Sorry? Is this, this is fear. Ooh. Okay, I have advantage. Oh, 18. Uh, okay. I might have advantage make it. on this as well. Thirteen. Uh, oh, that's gonna make it. You do not make it. I'm not wise. Yes. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. Uh, Tides is now active. Yes, I know. Twenty as well. Ruin my day. Wild magic. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. The three of you manage to, as you, as the dragon <laughs> roars, you hold your nerve. Celestia. You've never been up against a dragon before, and as it spreads its wings and lets forth this terrible gale of cold. Nope, that's it. That's your limit. (laughs) (laughs) You are now frightened. Uh, On your turn, you must flee it. I feel like she kind of locks up, like she's just done this really cool thing that she just looks up at the thing in front of her. Also, constitution save to maintain the remoras. Yeah, true. Uh, Yeah, we're fine. Cool. All right, remoras is maintained. Moving quickly onwards. Scan. Okay, um. (laughs) As we're running over. (laughs) The horn doesn't make the storm! I'm gonna shout. Would Bill know? Would. Uh, Don't worry, I'm on it! Okay. I'm gonna try and break it, just so you know. Don't break, break, no, don't break it. Okay, no, 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 break it. Kill the bloody dragon. <laughs> um, I guess I will cast. I don't know what I can do. I'm not good at damage. That isn't. 
Like really big area. Oh fuck it, I'm doing a fireball. There you go. Yes. There you go. Uh, can I get it to hit some of the ice, but not the horn that's now on the floor? Like you can. Yeah, you can angle enough, it so. just high enough to do that. Cool. Go for it. I will go for a level four. Fuck it, fireball. Okay. So that is a save for the dragon. Deck save fails. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, this wow. dragon is rolled bad. Really rolling badly. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Good. Is that? Is usually oh, that gold dice fucks it over. Yeah. yeah. So it's gold dice. That is that is a six. That is a one. Seven. Ten. Uh, Nineteen. Twenty-one. Thirty-one. Fire damage. Excellent. The ice as well. As he curls his wings in front of him, so he only takes uh, 16 damage instead. Uh, because what's the point of being a dragon if you can't use your legendary resistances? Has anything else fallen out of the wall? Uh, as the ice melts behind, a small shower of coins comes through, as well as the black uh, sapphire. And roll me a. D- uh, actually, no, also, depends which. Roll me a luck check. Let's see which one of them comes out. Five. Yep. The jade, uh, uh, the jade uh, vase actually comes out on a five. Mm-hmm. One below, one above. Just wanted to see which one it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, there's just enough still holding the black sapphire in space, although it is now exposed to the air. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so uh, the Rothator is going to use a legendary action to claw himself forward against the wind. Hand still there. Descending to the bottom. Sorry, descending to the bottom of the. Uh, is he going? Oh, the hands get. Hand yeah, still he has there. to go around. He has to go around. It. Goes around. <laughs> and then claws himself. And Sorry, Lord. Claws <laughs> himself around it. <laughs> foolish turtle. I will devour your limbs for this. <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, it's just no nice way. <laughs> And drops to the ground. Uh, uh, ground. Okay, he's now next to Corzin and Celestia, but uh, does not attack on that action. Uh, Bill. Um, I the the few little fish yeah. friends who are around me. I just take probably something out of my pocket. It's probably just something like something ground up, um, but I treat it like fish food, um, <laughs> yeah. as like a little offering to them. And they uh, swim, as it were, off. And it's like when you see. Um, a shard of light through the water, yeah. and it kind of picks up all the things. Um, that's why I'm flavoring Moonbeam at fifth level. Oh, nice. nice. Um, so yes, this cylinder just uh, crashes down on the dragon. Radiant um, damage? Hmm? Is it just radiant damage? It is going to be radiant damage. Uh, it makes a. It needs to make a con saving throw. Natural fucking one! Yes! <laughs> Legendary resistance. Oh yeah, burn them up, burn them up. <laughs> um, and when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or it starts its turn there, yep. um, it will be engulfed in some stuff and I can roll the damage. Okay, so you manage to flavor them, you hit the mean beam so it doesn't hit Corson and Celestia and just yep. gets it. So it does so take, does it take half damage if it, uh, if it makes it safe? Um, half as much damage okay. on a successful roll, one, yeah. roll, roll damage then. Is that alright? It normally yeah. does it on the when its turn starts, but... When it starts, uh, oh, when it starts its turn. Okay, well, I'll make, make a note of that then. It's, it cool. is moonbeamed. Uh, in which case, I guess I will re-roll that when the time comes, but I mean, I, fuck it. Well, the same that was his roll, because I burnt his legendary resistance. Yeah. Cool. 
Okay, uh, so it is currently moonbeamed. Uh, anything else from your turn? Uh, no. Okay. Unless, unless I know anything of what's causing the storm, uh, I would... You have not been down here, but yeah. you can make an arcana check if you want. Uh, I sure will. That is... Oh, jeez. I'm not oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, everyone. 19. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, first of all, it's definitely the horn, but you can also see that there are kind of elements of the horn that are gently glowing in a specific way. You think there might be a way to operate the horn uh, to either turn it off or even amp it up. You don't really know. This horn obviously is responsible for the storm and has some sort of tempest-related powers. It's, it's, it's all about the horn! I know! <laughs> Do we break oh it? God. No! You okay. can use it! Uh, top of the round. Uh, at the end of your round, however, as a uh, using up his remaining two legendary actions for this round, uh, Arorthator beats his wings, <laughs> knocks both uh, of Celestia and Corzin back. The pair of you both take uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone okay. by the blast. Uh, Arorthator sw- uh, uh, pushes himself forward another 20 feet just over by the icy pool. Top of the round, though, Xerox. Uh, can the hand sweep down yeah. and collect as much of the stuff and yeah. the horn as possible. Yeah. Ideally knocking, because it can grasp and things, can this grasp also collect the gem in the wall as well? Because it's uh, all stuff from my fucking culture. So give me an arcana check to see about how well you can, it or, you te- can manipulate it. How well I can manipulate it, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, that is a 26. Okay, you grasp all three treasures and a bunch of the coins. You bring it down to you. It can move 60 feet. It's going yeah. towards the door. Uh, just you bring <laughs> it down to you. Uh, you get a sense that you could, uh, uh, that if you bring it straight to you, you could manipulate the horn then. Okay, I just dr- I bring it all down towards me. Would it be an action to manipulate the horn? Uh, yes, Arcana check uh, and an action. Go for it. 10. Ten. Uh, I'm gonna add a D4. Add the D4. Um, I think that was a three. Yeah, it was a three. It was a three. Thirteen. Thirteen. Roll a D100 scan. <laughs> <laughs> Focus on it. Uh, you think and you uh, press, 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 and with a the glowing sections start uh, turn off. The dies off. And I hold the horn. Oh, yeah. wow. There's a moment where there's a moment where uh, like you, you, it barely seems to be working, but something changes in the air around you. The, the horn dies down, and you look, and stepping out of the distant mist that still exists behind you, is a gleaming white unicorn. <laughs> the dragon looks at the at the Remoraz, the group, the <laughs> unicorn. Fuck. <laughs> 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 To dive into the pool. Bye. Just swimming for life, deciding apparently, nope, that's it. That's his limit. Not tangling with a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. The unicorn turns to you, Scab, inclines its head. Thank you. Turns away and descends into the mist. Is that you again? Gone yeah, forever. Yeah. Fantastic. Lovely. However, to speed these things up, you gather your things together, you rush out with uh, the storm has vanished, the sky's clear. Bill, mm-hmm. you turn to your people, you gather them together. You've been, sooner or later, Rothator will return. But in the time in between, you gather together uh, the boats that your people have hidden for uh, years. You set sail, you flee. 
The rest of you run back to the uh, uh, to ship. Ship this way! Uh, oh, oh, by this point, you fly, yeah, now. fly yes. with scamps magic. <laughs> making it there with, it, with incredible speed, just as the Yardom is being repaired, and with a gust of magical wind... We should go. We should go. <laughs> yes, let's leave. The sails billow outwards. Can I do one really quick thing? Yes. As we're fleeing, um, and just uh, Bill hoping that... It's any part of the sky I can see. Yes. So I've got sky right, and I'm going to hope that these folks on their ship can see it. It just says um, in big cloud writing, I get ten words. I've decided how it was to meet you. Very good. Aww. Aww. That, awesome. as you sail into the distance, and we'll discuss dividing treasure and so on later. Thank you all yeah. very much for playing. Thank you for Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. On sheets of ice midst howling storm, through winds called by an eldritch horn, our people snared by dragon's claw, call out for freedom from these shores. So gather your your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm nor spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.